Yes, you are tuned in to another episode of the Liberty Broadcast, broadcasting live at thelibertybroadcast.com, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and the place to be, Rumble. And here is Rachel Ray. What's up? What's up? The Liberty Broadcast. We're back. Back again. Back again. What's up, Antonio? What's up, Lacey? Yeah. In the chat, what's up? You can go to thelibertybroadcast.com slash chats and there's some memes and things. I like the sunglasses vibe. Yeah. The future is bright. We'll give you guys a minute to get on. It's been a, a while, a few weeks. Lots been happening. Number 92. Yeah. 92, we're staying true. <laughs> we should do another rap. Another rap one day. A planned rap. Yeah. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another episode of the Liberty Broadcast, broadcasting live out of Austin, Texas, every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We have a lot to talk about, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, we have been MIA just for a few, I have been, uh, for a few weeks. We had the wonderful Frank Kavanaugh and John Bound uh, hosted the show a couple weeks ago. Shout out to those guys for coming through. Um, and then just a last minute uh, emergency last week. But now everything is all good. I am back to being healthy, except for a little neck cramp up in here. But uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Dremzy, how you doing? It's good to see you again. Yes, it is good to be back. Uh, I am doing really good now. Yes, uh, some uh, some crazy things happened uh, this past week and we couldn't have a show because basically, well, <laughs> I'll tell y'all like some stuff happened and I basically went, what? Oh, what the fuck? And uh, anyways, <clears throat> that's basically what happened. Yeah, <laughs> I, I went and I ended up calling Rachel and uh, here, here is a, a reenactment of uh, how that all went down. Uh, raise the missing mask. Ship the top sense. That man is playing Galaga. Thought we wouldn't notice, but we did. Shall we play, Doctor? This way, sir. And yeah, so anyways, uh, if y'all are out there uh, talking about uh, space laser... Stop it. Get some help. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! I love it. <laughs> so yeah, so wild times, some wild times, unfortunately, still, um, you know, still missing kids out in Maui, um, and, uh, still uncovering things out there and, and trying to figure out what's what, uh, I don't know that we'll ever know what's what, um, I was just, uh, saying that, you know, we're episode number 92, which means episode 100 is coming up pretty soon and I think we need to have some kind of epic episode number 100 I don't know yet 
We don't know yet what that will entail, but it will be memorable. For sure. <laughs> we'll have a big party in here. We'll get everybody. <laughs> and we maybe we will. That might be super fun to have just a awesome Liberty Fest. Liberty Fest. Uh Liberty Fest. <laughs> uh anyway, yeah. So lots of stuff going on in the news. We can jump right into it. Um and some stuff we've missed and, and we didn't have a chance to go over some stuff. We did um, a shout out to um, Antonio uh, right before I jump into this. We have uh, decided to do the old Brave um, browser. So we will be using the Brave browser. Uh, so let's jump into it. Driverless disarray. Uh, if you guys are in Austin, I'm sure that these are everywhere, all over. Um, but here in Austin, we have the driverless car, the self-driving cars. And guess what, guys? After the UT game, they caused quite a disturbance. Here's a little bit of that. Oh, wow. They're just sitting there. Are you telling me they have no way to get out of this? Just I love this. I, like, I love this. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Look at this. Wait, people. Yeah, buddy. I saw, <laughs> I saw also a friend of ours, um, uh, Brandon Gray, uh, from just another channel. He actually, um, made a post about this because he came across a big, let's see. Oops. Sorry. Uh, anyway, he came across a big, the big, uh, facility that holds all of these vehicles and he did a little post also so I wanted to play that um, as well because it kind of ties into this this whole self-driving vehicles that are just clogging up the streets and and it's actually is, it actually is pretty funny because this is what everybody wants right no one no one's really pushing against this which is why they've been able to create it on such a mass scale um so here's that video that brandon made hey guys brandon here i'm smack dab in the middle of austin texas and i've run into something that i think everyone needs to see right behind me is an entire fleet of driverless cars driverless driverless cars and uh, free ride no driver all fun I think we know the implications here do I really need to spell it out hey uber drivers this is your future right here no money for your family the cab drivers 10 12 years ago complaining about uber taking their jobs well here's uber's jobs being taken So that means Uber Eats, Grubhub, DoorDash, all of you. 
and the New World Order foundation system is put in place. And there, there you have it. And that is 100% true. Tell everybody, and don't rely on the fact that... Sorry about that. <laughs> and that is true, um, everything that he's saying. Uh, you know, I remember whenever... You know, and I was actually just talking about this recently where I remember whenever you used to have to have a special license to be a taxi driver. Um, and now anybody can be a taxi driver. But also before then, um, whenever the ride shares were first coming out, Austin was pushing against them heavily. They even canceled, uh, banned them uh, from being and operating in Austin. They put a lot of local. I, I had a friend who had one and it was called Ride, Ride ATX, I think. And uh, obviously he went out of business, but during that time he also had hired people. And so everyone's kind of made this as, uh, or they've created it to be, so they've created the rug, right? They've created the rug for you to stand on and, and made you want to want to use it. And now here they are pulling the rug out from underneath you because they put you in a position where you can, a lot of people use these ride shares now, just like the taxi cab, you know, you use those as a ways uh, to live, you know, to pay their bills, to pay their rent. And if you do lift long enough, you can actually make a, a big chunk of money to be able to take care of those bills. I had a friend who used to do lift only. That was her job. And so now we're looking at self-driving vehicles. I don't really think it's realistic. I think it's just a silly thing for the city to waste their money on um, because of this reason. Uh, this is going to happen more and more. Austin is already heavily congested, just overstuffed and overrun um, with people coming from all over uh, the United States to live here. And, you know, we're already suffering from the increase of, of cost of living in general as a whole. And then on top of that, I feel like we're suffering a lot more. My electricity bill, I will say, was out of control <laughs> this last time around. And I've heard a lot uh, from other people saying similar things. So we already have enough things to worry about, you know, and now you're putting in, you know, you know, also the tax money, obviously I live here. I don't like that, but pulling away from another um, resource that people had, you know, available, like to live off of. Uh, so I think that's pretty Pretty disappointing, but I mean, I guess we could have guessed that this is something that was coming because they want you to completely rely on them. You know, they're, they're the ones who controlled whether we could have rideshare in Austin, period. And then they did. And now they're like, oh, also, guess what? Here's this. And that's a system that they want. They want us to live off of the machines. They want everyone is replaceable, right? They don't want, you know, all, all of the politics and stuff and work that create like a... Robots aren't going to have politics. Well, they are, but the ones that they want uh, in place. So I thought that was pretty f terrible. If I was driving in Austin and got caught up in that, I'd be pretty pissed. Um, but if I was walking by it, I would think it was funny. Oh, yeah, it's, it's hilarious. I mean, it's hilarious if you think about, like, they're always complaining. Uh, you know, um, the people that run Austin are complaining about how there's too many cars everywhere. You know, we got to do something about it. So they put more cars out there. 
and yeah. they're self-driving cars. And, uh, you know, they're probably going to end up being all electric cars, which is going to cause more uh, demand for electricity while our electricity yeah. is getting cut. So, uh, yeah. you know, there, there goes your bill skyrocketing high up yeah. in the air. You know, uh, I think they're still trying to figure out how to, like, do the tax thing. Um, so in case y'all don't know, like people that drive gasoline cars, when you buy that uh, gas, you know, there's a tax on there that ends up paying for the roads. Yeah. Um, for the longest time, the people that drove EVs, uh, they were just basically driving without even paying for the road at all whatsoever. So there's all that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that is a great point for sure. Uh, especially with the electricity, right? Because, you know, uh, I'm sure. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say a month ago, you know, we had I was getting alerts and text messages on my phone all day long from ERCOT asking me to reserve my energy, turn off my electricity, my uh, neighborhood. They were sending out uh, emails to everybody, even asking the neighborhood, you know, beyond ERCOT messaging me. I had my, you know, neighborhood People, you know, sending emails saying, hey, guys, between these hours, if you could, you know, turn your power off. <laughs> like, OK, so we are supposed to now power all of these cars. You know, were those cars being powered while they were asking us to turn our power off? Probably. Right. I mean, all of downtown was pretty lit up. But sorry, back to what were you saying? Well, yeah, it's just that's that's pretty much the, you know, the gist of it is they're they're. They're going to create like this huge issue. And I'm sure that like eventually it's going to come to a point. I don't know about Texas, but I'm almost certain some states are going to end up like creating um, a tax on electricity overall, including taxing people that drive gas powered cars just to make the electricity go up to pay for the infrastructure. So, yeah, like there you go. You got your EVs coming in and possibly I can't say for sure, but possibly everybody's electric bill is going to go up, you know, eight times fold because of that. Yeah, so pretty terrible stuff going on here. How's your city? <laughs> it never ends. It never ends. Uh, so I'm sure there'll there'll be more of those traffic stops as we know it's football season right now. Um, UT is up in their plan, uh, so we'll see if more of these incidents come to the surface and more people speak out because it doesn't really matter what your thoughts are. You hate this. If you are in that traffic, you hate this. And a lot of people drive in Austin, and it traffic already sucks. Uh, traffic is unbearable sometimes. I have to, like, really collect myself if I'm, like, get caught in traffic because I avoid it all. Like, I even move to a place where I'm not by 35, you know, because I'm, like, I refuse to get on that highway unless I absolutely have to. But I, I will not do it. I'll, I'll pay for a toll. I don't even care. I'm like, I'll go Mopac. I'll go all the way around just so that I don't have to go on to 35. So now we're going to have electric vehicles stalling on the highway probably. And God knows what. Blowing up. Yeah. And what are they even doing? Are they delivering stuff? Uh, people. They're, they're, they're getting in the way of everything and they're delivering people. They're like doing, uh, you could use those as like a lift. Yeah. Oh, gosh. How terrifying. It's you just like hail a, it and it drives up to you. And I don't know what happens after that. I, I wonder if you can drive it yourself if you want. I'm not exactly sure. We should, but, you know, we should go and try to get one and just try to like mess with it and see. Do like a review. We're probably going to end up getting arrested. What? No, I don't mean like big time. I just mean like create real life 
issues. Oh, yeah. You know, like, you actually, can like, you stop at that store? Is- no, this one isn't it. <laughs> can you take us actually over here? Can you drop us in, you know, like, it, like just see, just to, is there even that option? I don't know. I have to look into it. Uh, just, I don't know. I'm just curious. Anyway, I'm always trying to look into getting it, into a mess. On top of that, they also have the freaking robots everywhere driving around, delivering everything. Have you seen that yet? No, I have not seen a robot driving. Well, yeah, it, they're little robots, and they're um. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'll go. I'll. Um, just, I mean, like, I don't really go downtown a lot anymore. But the few times that I have, I've, I've seen. I've never them. seen a robot driving. Like a, not driving, just a robot going down the street. Delivering whatever's oh, like inside a little of it. box, like a little box thing. Yep. Yeah, yep. like a little uh, Wally or something. Yep. Right. I've seen that. It's weird. I've seen that. I saw it at a at the uh, there's like a Chinese restaurant. It's not even like a fancy restaurant or anything. It's just like a drive-through, and I've seen them like like drive around all weird. But to me, to understand that, I'm like somebody's got a remote. Somebody's up there controlling that, oh, yeah. <laughs> like a remote control. I'm surprised like, that Hello Robot doesn't have one yet. Hello Robot. Or oh, isn't that the name of that sushi place or what is it? Oh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Is there a, is there a Hello Robot sushi? There probably is. I don't really. I don't go to too many different sushi restaurants. Uh, let me I see. don't know, but uh, let's suggest it to them. Let's see. While you look up that answer, I'm going to move on. There was... Oh, what's up? Did you find out? (laughs) Does Hello Robot... Oh, it's Lucky Robot. Oh, Lucky Robot. Japanese food. Do they use robots? I'm not sure. I mean, if this little bamboo bistro is using a robot... I'm sure everyone else has. I don't know. It's weird. How does I don't know. It's kind of strange. You can rent one for your house and have it deliver you stuff all day. <laughs> uh, here's something I found interesting. Uh, just kind of back to the beginning of, about the Maui. This fighter had something to say about it. Well, declared the winner. Told me through the fight. How do you feel? He's the hardest hitter I've ever fought. I didn't expect him to be so fast and move so well. And his grappling defense is so good too. Um, I brought this Bible in here tonight because I do believe Satan has taken over this earth. And something specifically I'm talking about is these fires in Hawaii. I'll be no- donating $5,000 to Dan Ige tonight to give to people in Hawaii because I know he lost friends, they lost their homes, they lost their children. And I love these people with all my heart. And we have to show Satan that he can do nothing through the power of Christ when we come together. Let me ask you about your eye. Obviously, Dan connects with a couple of good shots there. <laughs> Open up a cut above and underneath it. How much did that impair your vision? Oh, that's a scratch, man. I ain't nothing. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, also, too, these, these fires in Hawaii, I don't believe that they were natural. I believe they were man-made. They're trying to take the land from the natives. And I want Dan Ige, a native Hawaiian, to lead this world in prayer against the power of Satan. Well, congratulations on a great fight. Dan Ige, congratulations as well. Bryce Mitchell, Thug Nasty, tremendous performance, my brother. Please let Dan pray. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, your winner, Thug Nasty, Bryce Mitchell. His faith means a lot to him. 
brought the Bible in the octagon, and it does for Danny Gay as well. There's that. I mean, you know, to be somebody who's so involved in some like this guy, you know, obviously it's hard, or maybe not. I mean, he is friends with or is his coach is the is a native Hawaiian, so maybe he has some other kind of insight. I don't really know. But it's nice to see people on platforms where a lot of people are are watching to raise questions, to show people that it, it is okay to raise, raise questions. Um, if I saw this and I didn't know anything about, about the fires, I'd be like, what? What's going on over there? And I'd look into it. And now I know about the fires. There's a lot of people that don't know about giant disasters that happen all over the world every day. And, uh, and I mean, I've talked to people that didn't even know about the Palestine you know, train derailment, which was a big news story. And I know people to this day that don't know anything about it or now they do, but they didn't. And, um, and so it's good to bring these things to light. I mean, there's, there have been other UFC fighters that have used this time to, you know, say kind of things, whether they're political or, you know, like anti-government or anything that makes you kind of question question things i think it's it's great i like it so there was that especially bringing you know talking about religion and and like saying also right that satan is taking over the earth it does feel that way i mean it it feels like we need to push back obviously but it feels like there's a lot of just really wild shit going on and what in the world is this this is called the end time yeah it's it's really amazing the things that are happening and even the like <laughs> the weather uh you know the weather is is nuts and the lightning we had a lightning storm here like two days ago and i saw it um we were coming in it was on sunday and so uh Don and I were, was that yesterday? God, that what a long day that was. Was that, yes? no, that was, today's Tuesday. I know what today is. It's our show day. <laughs> anyway, on, uh, I, on Sunday, um, Adon and I went to Bastrop to the RFK Jr. Um, thing he did over there and watched him to check it out, kind of see what, what the vibe was like and see you know, how he presented himself in person. Anyway, on our way back, we could see it looked like a storm was a brewing. And what, as we got closer to our house in our area, in our house, there's like a little park area and you can, it's, there's like a hill kind of, and Adon was like, let's go to the hill and check it out. So we went and laid in the grass and watched it for at least an hour. It was nuts. Did you check that out? drones uh i was actually in uh, you were actually up there in there i was in a <laughs> hailstorm. what oh you saw God, was lightning really? <laughs> what ended up where i was at was just straight oh, yeah, up hail right. like I, it was like out of control hail i heard about uh, this uh let's see here we go here's a uh uh thing here um Oh yeah, so let's uh, let's play this real quick. So if y'all can see uh, this right here, all of these uh, windows are busted out. Holy moly! Yeah. Oh, 
but yeah, that was uh, that was a crazy thing to witness. Really, there yeah. was a lot of hail, huh? Yeah. So I'm actually hail nah. for the first time ever. I'm undamaged <laughs> by all of that stuff because I've learned my. Oh lesson. my gosh, that's right. You have a a Batmobile now. Yeah, well, I'm, I've, I've just learned my lesson from hail. Yeah. Let me tell you, I've, I've got, I've got, th- yeah, I've seen yeah. things. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drones' car got busted into a million pieces once upon a time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty incredible. Uh, there's even like I type in Round Rock and it's like hail on uh, on Twitter because I'm just curious. Uh, about this hail. Let's see what's up with this video. Oh, wow. Look at that. Yeah, it was something. Whoa. Everything's falling apart. Yeah, so basically... Well, that's proof enough for your homeowner's insurance. So, like, uh... Like, driving around up there right now like it's it's like an obstacle course because you know not only did it damage all the cars and everything but it knocked a bunch of branches off the trees into the road and so like and trees just straight up trees not just branches full-on trees into the roads and so uh yeah it's it's pretty bad man this is crazy i'm seeing videos of it uh damaging roof like roofs uh here's another video yeah, I had no idea. I'm sorry. I was just laying in the park. I was just laying in the park with my boo, looking at the sky. <laughs> not a single drop. Not a single drip. No drip drops. Yeah, I think it's just right up there where <laughs> I'm at. Like, it's it's just like Austin is kind of like a heat oh, dome wow. all up in itself. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, pretty much the problem right here is like, Right before you get into Austin, you know, like it's not hot enough, so all wow. that air. Look, there's your car. Look, there's your car. No, it's so it's so messed up. <laughs> there's so much stuff that got damaged. Oh my gosh! It's out of control. Like people oh, are going to be waiting that's... in line to get their windshields. Oh and... man, insurance. Yeah. So Illuminati yeah. is uh, hailing down hailstorms <laughs> a little early look into the illuminati uh weather if you guys stick around long enough we have a segment at the end of the show called illuminati weather um let's see so pretty gnarly thunder i wonder if if there's a, i bet there's uh uh videos of not hail and instead of just like really cool lightning uh in Austin, but uh, maybe not. I don't know. Mine looked really cool, but I just didn't upload it. Sorry, guys. Just imagine it if you're not here. <laughs> just like just bolts of lightning, just every second, every second, just like lightning, 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 flash, 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 lightning. It's like there's a party going up there, but you can't hear any music. It's wild. That's yeah. why I thought you were saying you were up there, but you were saying you were up there, like in the area where. The yeah, yeah in the area where it was all. <laughs> I thought going you were down. up there doing lights. Uh, it was crazy. I even <laughs> saw, like, you know, like the lightning strike and then immediately take out Transformers multiple oh my times. Gosh. You know, so it's just lightning and then green reflections Holy in the sky. Crap. It was pretty nuts. Yeah, that sounds really crazy for sure. Sorry you went through that. Did your car make it okay, though? 
Did you go and cover it? My car is in the garage now. I'm, oh. I'm the garage car. Oh, you're the garage car. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yep. Good. I'm glad to hear that. You were like, oh, thank God, right? You were just like so happy to have yeah, your I've, car I've learned my lesson. Yeah. In the garage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good, good, good. Okay, all right, all right. Enough of that hail story. Uh Trump Trump song meme. Um, I just saw this. I wanted to play it just to lighten the mood, lightening the mood. Because uh, also I heard it before I play. Uh, we started the show, so Jones. I made Jones sing it a little. He didn't know what he was singing though. Super funny because Eminem hates Trump. That was my favorite part of it all. I love that. I I don't know why. I like Trump is the craziest dude. I swear. Do Do you remember those like little clips that they made whenever the lights went out for him or whatever, and he was like, that it was like turn the lights off. And he was like, turn the lights on. Do you remember that? Does anyone remember that? It was so funny. I w it's old. Uh, but anyway, it's pretty funny. You guys should check it out. And one day I'll play it for you. All right. Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Uh, uh, World Economic Forum Agenda Contributor. Um, so this is uh, debate or deliberates with Kelly uh, or John Kerry's daughter, uh, Vanessa Kerry. Uh, so let's see what this wonderful woman of the just the wonderful John Kerry. <laughs> so weird. He's so weird looking. Uh, let's see what she had to say. The pandemic was an opportunity. I think all the, over the world, people realize how important health was. Isn't it so interesting that the World Economic Forum are, like thinks that thinks so positive of of 
you know, this just awful thing that happened to everybody. They're just like, it's an opportunity, actually. How now do we take that emotion of my the health, the health factor is so critical, but guess what, guys? The climate crisis is creating more health issues than you can ever imagine, but no one has been able to make that link in the past. So I think we are living in an age, age now, a time now, where we need to grasp these opportunities and work together and really build on that, right? And I want to ask you a question about mm -hmm. that for a moment, though, because you're right. I feel the same way yeah. about COVID taught us all these lessons yeah. learned, and yeah. we should be incorporating yeah. that. And the climate crisis is going to yeah. be so much worse. But I believe we were talking a little before we started yeah. the panel people have about forgotten. people have forgotten yeah. and don't care. So how do we keep that yeah. front and center? So, Sorry, yeah, I, 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 you're absolutely right. We were just talking about it earlier that have people forgotten about COVID, right? So I think it's about the storytelling element. I think that a lot of the things we say on health are very doom and gloom, very, very much, you know, the, even on the climate issues, right? We it's So to, this, to, the, to the extent that people feel that like, I can't deal with this anymore, I can't, do this but telling you know really inspiring stories about what is possible if we work together so similarly i think with the climate yeah. so you know obviously it, it's really crazy because they say these things right in front of our face they do everything right in front of our face and i mean they've been spelling out their whole agenda since you know years back and we still don't do anything about it we just watch it play out even though we had like the what was the uh, agenda 2021 or whatever where they where they played out the whole covid scenario exactly to a t of how it went down including with news broadcasters and actors and stuff this is like the strangest thing and uh they do it just right in front of our face and they will continue to do it unless obviously unless we say something about it which you know why we're here every tuesday um and we encourage you also to uh, take part in that, but yeah, I just yep. I event two hundred one. Event two hundred one. There you go. Event two hundred one. Uh, so yep, just the WEF uh, doing what they normally do, uh, trying to come up from a some kind of you know tragedy, and that's what will happen with the uh, fires in Maui, and that's what. Ha is going to happen with the children coming over the border, the crisis there. Um, they benefit from every crisis, which is why they never do anything. There's too much money in it. And uh, just like the war, there's too much money in the war. There's so many, so much opportunity to get away with printing money, you know, out of thin air, literally, uh, while we're in debt trillions of dollars uh, and just saying, hey, it's to support Ukraine. Uh, so if you don't agree to that, then obviously, you know, you're a right wing conspiracy theorist and, you know, will, you know, demonize you and, and do all of these things and make you hate yourself if you, if you disagree with us. Uh, so, yep. And, and I mean, it can be something on that large spectrum with the war, or it can be something like here in Austin, Texas, where, we keep electing these people and, and over in all of the other areas too where homelessness is. And instead of getting the right people in office to really take care of the situation, there's too much money and there have been too many jobs created because of the homeless situation. So if you fix the homeless situation, now they don't get to request for, you know, 
millions of dollars to put into the homeless uh, community just to never fix anything. Um, and Austin, you know, for some reason we uh, had it on the ballot here to do an audit. And guess what? That didn't happen. Very interesting that we have to vote to get an audit. Audit should just be happening within the city, period. And uh, and so, yeah, so we'll never know. So something uh, big scale, something small scale, either way, um, you know, they benefit from it. And, you know, to the World Economic Forum, we are just playing out a play that they have created. They wrote and uh, and we are all actors in their play. Uh, and it's unsaid. I guess we're like the real world for them. <laughs> right, where they just put put all these things and then they sit back and have their meetings and watch us and they're like oh look um there's emotions happening here and we can control those emotions oh no why isn't anyone scared of covid anymore <laughs> we're losing them we need to get that fear back you know so keep well, your keep your eyes open they're they're control freaks yeah. They're trying to control us all, and they probably, some of them probably feel like, you know, it's their duty to do so because, you know, it's, uh, they feel like that they have good intentions, but there's a saying about that. You know, the road to hell is paved oh. with good intentions. Oh. And they don't even realize what they're doing, you know, and then obviously the people above them, you know, they know everything, but they've got a bunch of minions mm-hmm. right below them that are just like, Unknown and known. We've got to save everything by fucking everybody. Yeah. Yeah, and they believe it. They believe it. It's how it happens. Some, some of them are are really crazy. I've seen, uh, uh, like, I mean, all right, I'm just going to say this. Uh, I, I was doing research on Maui and stuff, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm not, obviously, one person that I saw say something isn't a representation of everybody there, but one person there was worried about the tree more than human life. And I was like, wow, so I'm sure that some of these people, like, you know, really think, you know, like, the that, like, trees and stuff like that is far more important. Animals and stuff is far more important than humans. And I kind of feel like that's their gist, you know, like, um, they, uh, they, I've just, just, just my observation, I've seen a lot of these people that are leftists, you know, like, they're all like, we love animals and, you know, like, or like, uh, or take uh, PETA for for an example, right? You know, just outlandish organization, um, and and uh, you know, like don't they're like don't eat meat, you know, or anything like that, and uh, you know, just save the planet and everything, and it's just it's just crazy to see like how that they some of these people, you know, they feel like they're doing good things, but you know, and they're trying to protect something to an extent that they just don't even really care about what the consequences are to the rest of the human life. Well, I think that we also forget about Maui being, you know, like a democratic kind of the majority. Well, yes, Matt, and that's part of the reason why so much destruction happened, actually. Um, yeah, because they uh, voted the, down a lot of, lot of, just like here in Austin, right? They They didn't go cut the trees by the power lines here in Austin when the freeze happened, which um, was a reason for the electricity failures everywhere because the trees were knocking out entire just just taking down like long lengths of um lightning or um electrical cords what am i saying 
Well, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah, yeah. you're saying that the, they yeah. they weren't keeping up, you know, yeah, with yeah. the with the infrastructure yeah. the way that they should have been because it was all about save the planet or whatever. Oh, let's just let these trees grow. And then you know, in Austin here, and we've been driving around, we've seen this. I've shown you, you know, just, yeah. the trees are it's like crazy. It is a disaster waiting oh, to happen. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, which I'm just gonna try not to think about that. But like, yeah, basically. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a lot to it. It. In in Maui, basically, I'll just since we're kind of touching on it, like from from what I gather, like uh, uh, just looking at the overall out of everything that I've looked at, it looks like they're all a bunch of libtards, and uh, but they're also, ironically, very very conspiratorial. You know, they're everything's a conspiracy. Yeah, because well, be- it's not. I don't think it's necessarily that they are con- are conspiracy conspiracists, right? I think that they're just more open-minded because the natives there are so very, that's spirited, very spirited people. So there's a, there's a very deeply rooted like connection to like, you know, like uh, natives and their land. And uh-huh. like some people don't even believe that uh, Hawaii should be a U.S. state. Right. It goes all the way that far. Yeah. And so that in itself, like, in order to actually survive living in Maui, you kind of almost have to take on to, like, fuck the white people and, like, you know, colonizers and all this stuff, you know. And right, like, right. In order to kind of survive. You have to, like, separate yourself yeah. from, from, you know, people that are not, you, you want to be as close to the natives as possible if you're right. there. Right. I mean, even the teachers yeah. and everything, they're, they, they'll openly talk about this. And, um... It's they that that basically it's a giant um, BLM LGBTQ parade in Maui. Right, right. And they've had a lot of those. And there. it's unfortunate because you know just because you know uh, of that it just it just I mean it just sucks because either you know so many there's so many people unaccounted for, and you know so many people that were just disintegrated out there just. You know, I've I've seen some pretty horrific videos of people from there, and uh, it's it's. I mean, I can see why they put a tarp up, uh, for sure. I mean, the video that I saw was like b- bodies that were just blackened. It was it was crazy. Yeah. Um. And so you know, I get it. I get it. You know, and coming from that aspect, but also I questioned things. There was a lot of other things, but. I mean, that's good. It's a good thing to uh, question stuff. Uh, yeah. In a nutshell, basically, you know, their government's inept, so the disaster cleanup is going to be a, is a complete oh, yeah. conspiracy, and it all opens itself, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's keep it moving. Uh, also, recently, uh, Owen Schroyer uh, has till the end of October to turn himself in. And I wanted to play this little video here of that. And let's see. I have watched men like Roger Stone and Alex Jones and Donald Trump and Clay Clark and, and Mike Flynn and so many others. And when they're faced down with this tyrannical government pursuing them and politically persecuting them, they never flinched. They never hesitated. So how could I? And you've never flinched in your support of my uh, of me and, and my legal fund either. And so I'm eternally grateful for that. So you're not going to see me cower. You're not going to see my knees shake. You're not going to see me, oh, oh, my gosh. Oh. It's not going to happen. So I'm only more determined in the pursuit of freedom and truth. I'm only more committed 
to our mission of saving this country for future Americans? Because here's the thing, folks. This is a precedent-setting case. If they incarcerate me for my speech, and this is why we're appealing, and if this has to go to the Supreme Court, it will. If they can incarcerate Owen Schroyer for his speech, then they can incarcerate you for your speech next. And so that's why this case is huge. So, DefendOwen.com. They want to come after me? That's what they're going to do, only because they want to come after you next. So please continue to support us. DefendOwen.com. My lawyer is busy today working on the appeal, dealing with the new documents we just got sent with my expected date to turn myself in. So uh, this is what you get, folks. This is the most corrupt time in American history. Journalists have never been politically persecuted like this. Candidates have never been politically persecuted like this. Uh, Political pundits like Roger Stone have never been politically persecuted like this, but this is it. I mean, this is the evidence of the corruption. It's total vindication of everything we've talked about. So that was that. Uh, So, yeah, we definitely uh, care about our lovely Owen Schroyer. He is so great. Um, Always uh, standing up and pushing back just you know, hopefully uh, they're able to or he's able to appeal. Uh, we will keep you guys updated about that. Uh, meanwhile, everyone has uh, forgotten all about the old the old um, Jeffrey Epstein, the old Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, recently, J.P. Morgan settles Jeffrey Epstein case for $75 million, avoiding trial. That is the second uh, 75, around $75 million lawsuit settled. Isn't that wonderful that that happened? Uh, you know, $150 million, and we still don't know who was in that book. We still don't have names, <laughs> you know, $150 million later. That doesn't include any of the other settlements uh, that happen in relation to Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, we got nothing. We still got nothing. And I think that we deserve to know, just like everybody else deserves to know. We all knew. We all know Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. We all know he was, uh, you know, he was suicided uh, and yeah, and still no names and on just another $75 million lawsuit. And uh, they claim that they're going to break it up into a bunch of different, you know, giving it to different foundations and the fight against sex trafficking and, you know, some legal fees and things like that. We'll never know anything further than that, but that's just how it goes. That's how it goes. Meanwhile, we have... Let's see. Cat turd. Is that the one? Yeah, I guess so. I guess I did that. Uh, Cat turd recently swatted. What were you going to say? That's nuts. Yeah, I'm looking at this. Yeah. Uh, So here's a tweet from Cat turd. So I was just swatted during my podcast. The caller pretended to be me and told the cops I've stabbed someone, had a gun and was going to kill myself. This is the result of being doxxed over and over by leftist outlets. You can imagine how dangerous this is. I'm okay. The pets are okay. And the local cops were fantastic. Thanks for your concern. I'll be continuing to talk truth to power. I won't stop. Love you all. And this is what they do. They 
they attack you. They oust you. They want, they say that they're not um, doing it, but yet they are. They do it in front of your face. And uh, I just, <laughs> I accidentally clicked on this uh, when I was trying to cut back. And this just brings me back to, you know, that UFC fighter that we just watched uh, that was saying Satan is here and he's here now. Well, I saw that actually Satan uh, was on like the side trending. Uh, and I guess I accidentally clicked that when I was looking at it. And so here, this is Libs of TikTok. 20 hours ago, the amusement park at Knott's, um, Knott's Berry, uh, Berry Farm, uh, has an attraction called Knott's Scary Farm, which is open to kids. It includes this show, which has people dressed up as Satan and in bondage and fetish gear, uh, fetish gear uh, dancing extremely provocative. They are after your kids. And here is that lovely video. What the hell? No. No, this is bad. Oh. Oh my god, I don't even like this song. <laughs> Do you like that song? <laughs> yeah, and then and then when you when you know right under it is is the video we just played of that UFC fighter uh saying that Satan is taking over the earth, uh which is probably why uh Satan is trending right now. Uh so there is that. Um and then of course we have Elon Musk. Elon Elon Musk. Is that how you say it? Elon. 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 <laughs> if Elon Musk was my friend, I would say his name like that to him. That would be pretty good. Elon. <laughs> anyway, uh, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Have you heard of disinformation? Let's check this vid out.
so that was that. That was that. Um, let's see. Oops. Sorry about that. I guess, uh, yeah, I'll just uh, dispute that. That's fine. I'll do it here in a minute. Um, so we're getting uh, in trouble. We are getting in trouble, guys, on uh, Facebook, which I can't believe we still have a Facebook. Uh, so I, I guess if you guys still have a Facebook, and excuse me for being on my phone while I'm telling you this, uh, if you guys still have a Facebook, please follow us while we are still here um, because, you know, we we want you to. Oh, the, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I got it, I see you. Uh, anyway, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, we're on Twitter, the Liberty Bcast, and I'll, I'll finish that up in just a minute. Um, what is it? And uh, you can uh, find us at thelibertybroadcast.com. Um, if you go there, let's see here, we can uh, take you to the site right now real quick. Well, we deal with these issues real quick. You go to the libertybroadcast.com. You'll see a little countdown there. And then uh, you can go see all these other episodes. We had John Baum, Frank Cavanaugh. Uh, let's see, Anthony Aguero. Yeah, we've had uh, Brandon Gray. A whole bunch of great people. Owen Shore, everybody. They come on to the show and everything. And uh, if you uh, want to follow us, you can click on this little follow tab. And this will take you to, like, all the different places. We're on Band.Video, BitChute, Getter, Busby, Rumble, Minds, Twitch, Gab. Uh, Gorf isn't really working right now, but, uh, also, uh, you can go to the, uh, the link section right here and you can see that we have a little Spotify. So if you go to Spotify, you can also find us on Spotify where we upload all of our episodes or most of them at least. And this is, this is actually also a Spotify video. And so, uh, you can see the videos, you know, directly in your Spotify, but this is not live. This is all after the show. So if you want to, uh chat with us live in the show and uh bring us uh information you know you can click on here and chat and it'll take you to a telegram or you even from our home page itself we do have a telegram on there and uh you can uh go in there and um as you can see there's people inside the chat over here on this side you know and also this is uh, if you don't see it look like that you can move this around in case y'all didn't know that and expand that so that you can see that there but yes uh libertybroadcast.com um be sure to uh, follow us on Rumble, you know, go to our Rumble channel and then give us a, uh, a like uh, and uh, follow and I'll let you know whenever we go live. Uh, back to you, Rachel. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Dispute, dispute, submitted, suck it. Facebook also don't, uh, don't mess with us. Okay. Got it? Good. Uh, all right, let's uh, keep uh, moving. Um, so that was, oh, I didn't even uh, say, so that was a video that Elon Musk tweeted out um, earlier in the morning time, I believe. And it's great. This is another, you know, another person that has a giant platform. And really, that's what it's going to take for us to get the word out. You know, uh, last time we didn't have this, you know, this time that we could warn people. It kind of hit everybody out of nowhere, even though we'd been giving warnings of several different things that possibilities and what, you know, this demonic leftist cult could do. Um, we didn't know exactly how far they would take it. And now that we know 
now we can actually uh, help prepare everyone else. And maybe more people are, are more eager to listen because they kind of feel like they have to. And there are people out there that care about the future and uh, they just they just need to be like, hey, the future is under attack for your kids, for your kids' kids, and, and so on. And uh, so, yeah, it's really great. He tweeted that out. Uh, I, that's an old video. Um, I, I think I remember seeing that video when I worked at the High Wire. We used it once. And it's really just an awakening for people, even just that video alone, just even just sharing that video and retweeting that video and someone that's never seen it before can be like, wow, that did happen, didn't it? It did go from 100 to basically nothing and then boosters. And uh, a lot of people don't know until now, of, of course, you know, uh, and a lot of people are in that struggle where, you know, you have this, now you have this new dynamic as if there wasn't enough to deal with. Um, so it's really great that he, uh, tweeted that out and, you know, there's a, there's a lot going on still to this day with people that are suffering with the, um, you know, the COVID vaccine and this new COVID vaccine that's rolling out, you know, now you have commercials. Have you ever seen those commercials with, about like getting, getting a shot, giving, giving your kids a COVID shot it's incredible that that that's even allowed to be playing on tv and it's playing on on regular tv not even ca like cable tv it's playing just on you know dish or whatever satellite or whatever you know the five or four or five channels that you get um when you don't have cable <laughs> which i don't have cable guys breaking news. Uh, so uh, anyway, it's it's really insane that, that that's something that's become a normal thing. Um, but I guess it just rolls along with all of the other vaccines that, you know, the pharmaceutical industry is trying to shove down your throat whenever you're just trying to sit down and watch, you know, reruns of Roseanne or something. Uh, so anywho, anywho, so that was nice for Elon to do that, to, uh, to share that on his platform. And uh, here's an article by Kellen. Kellen, uh, Elon Musk shines light on poor uh, efficacy of COVID jabs, slams mandates, and questions big pharma treatments. Um, and so he posted the video that I showed you with articles claiming that the jabs were 100% effectiveness uh, at preventing COVID, and uh, and then those rates started to disappear. So. Here he is, uh, you know, down in the comments. Um, and of course, somebody's always going to have something to say. Uh, so this person says, I think efficacy changes are a result of new strains and vaccine immunity we uh, wearing off. It's stupid anyone ever claimed it was 100%. The vaccine is, no vaccine is 100% foolproof. And Elon says, my concern was more the outrageous demand that people must take the vaccine and multiple boosters to do anything at all. That was messed up until the Supreme Court uh, invalidated Biden's uh, execution order, SpaceX, and so many other companies would have been forced to fire anyone, anyone just like, you know, like we know. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> one second, one second, one second. I got it, I got it. Uh, 
I see what you I wanted I did want to read uh, read the rest of his. So this is fine. So we're just going directly to his tweet. Uh, until this, uh, we would not have done so, uh, we would not have done so. What is this? Where does it say? Until the yep. Supreme Court invalidated Brian's orders, anyone refused to get vaccinated. We would not have done so. I would have rather gone to prison than fire good people who didn't want to get jabbed, was, which is really great for him to say. So if you guys are working for Tesla, uh, good on you that you guys automatically have someone that is going to be supportive, um, you know, because this is a big deal. Uh, a lot of people lost their jobs. You know, and a lot of people that weren't awake, people that don't pay attention, all of these people that just go to work and, you know, they do it to support their family for whatever situation they're in. And, um, you know, they lost their jobs or they were forced to to get the vaccine. A lot of them got the vaccine. Uh, as for myself, I got original COVID before the vaccine was out and had to give and had to get three vaccines for travel. The third shot almost sent me to the hospital. So that's giant also that um, he's speaking out against that, uh, you know, thing that happened to him. How many other people out there have had symptoms that are actually from the vaccine or COVID treatment rather than COVID itself? As for those who didn't take any vaccine. And uh, he says, well, no, Novik, Djovic, Djovic, Djovic how you ever you say it just want a record number of grand slams it's not like i don't believe in vaccines i do however the cure cannot be potentially worse than the than the disease and public debate over uh efficacy sorry uh should not be shut down there is also great potential for curing many diseases using synthetic mrna so let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater. Um, so that was giant for him to um, to speak on. And yeah, I mean, it, it's really great uh, that he's saying something like that. And, you know, especially oh. with the platform that he has. I was going to say, there's a, there's a lot of people that are tripping on this little last part right here where he's talking about the potential for curing any disease using synthetic. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. But I mean, he gets his little opinion in there as well. You know what I mean? Like he's saying this is wrong. Um, but maybe he's saying for people who want to get it, you know, where, you know, this is kind of the game that he plays. It's like this political, um, political game, right? He's playing politics right now and saying something like that because he's playing kind of both sides, kind of like the Joe Rogan does and kind of like how Trump did, you know, whenever he's talking about abortion and stuff, like, you know, where his stance is. But he's playing into the other side just to kind of gain those midway or undecided, you know, people. And this is for the undecided people, right? You don't want to push them away by saying it shouldn't, you know, I guess he's pushing them away, some of them away by saying it shouldn't be. But he's saying, hey, if you want to do it, maybe you should do it this other way with synthetics. Because he's all about synthetics. I mean, that's his life. And uh, <laughs> because, I mean, he got the vaccine. He got three of them. Yeah. That is so risky. I can't believe that he did that. Well, they, he had to. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, it's it's nuts. It's yeah. crazy. Um, I don't know. I mean, crazy. So crazy. I, I remember talking on the phone with my cousin who was in tears crying to me that her job was going to make her get the vaccine. And I told her about uh, seeing if they had a religious 
exemption. Exemption, and they did. And she sh- sent me pictures, which she asked me not to share. Um, but she sent me pictures of the um, of the uh, what is it called again? I'm sorry. Religious exemption. Exemption forms. And it was like, what religion are you? How often do you go? Which church do you go to? How often do you pray? And they do want to sign at the from church? the representative yes. or something? Yes. It was the craziest Yeah, so thing. those, you're not supposed to fill yeah, those out. No, I know, I know. Legally. I know. Like, and they're not even really. They're not even supposed to ask you. Yeah. And which I thought was that's insane. discrimination. It yeah. is, and don't you know that even the Catholic Church was having you email confessions? Yeah, that's is that nuts? That's, is that so crazy? I mean, it's insanity, insanity. Uh, but if you don't question anything, then you know what I mean. It's like the people that that. You know, like even dumb it down to where like a guy's online, right? And you see, or women, men and women online, right? You always get ads, right? Um, you get uh, DMs. I get DMs all the time. Hey, what's up, sexy? Let's. I've been watching your profile, or like if you, you know what I mean? Like um, they're like spam kind of things, right? And no, you look at these things and you go. <laughs> What <laughs> like obviously I know my the internet knows that you are spam. That's why you're in a totally separate folder that I can't even see, right? And this has been going on for a long time. There's been like this kind of ad spam blocker across multiple platforms, right? And but they do it because there are people that click on them. That's why they do it. You know what I mean? Like there are people that click on that and there are the bots that are on Twitter. There are guys who get DMs from bots and with check marks and three followers and they start talking to this person thinking it's a person. You know, they're like getting catfished. It's the craziest thing. And you think no one could ever fall for this, but people fall for it. I know people that fall for this. You know, I don't know them like, you know, like that, like I'm hanging out with people like this, but I do know of people, uh, that have fallen for something like that. And I'm like, what is going on? You're joking, right? You're not like talking to this person (laughs) that is not a person anyway. Uh, so I don't know where I was going with that, but anyway, I was trying to cover some, uh, Vaccine stuff, uh, because I skipped ahead because I didn't organize this right. Um, here is, so here is RFK Paul Joseph Watson video. Let's check this vid out together. I love watching a good old PJW vid. (laughs) I used to like, uh... Is this a blocker or what? I don't know. I don't want to press any buttons. Yeah. Um, I used to not be able to listen to, <laughs> to his accent for that long, but now I've kind of gotten used to it. It's almost like PewDiePie, you know. <laughs> All right, let's check it out. Oops, sorry. Lots of interesting. Why is he all blue? He turns unblue. Presidential election. If RFK right? decides to run as a third party. Oh, it's all highlighted. Oh, there it is. What? What the hell? 
33% of Democrats would vote for him. That's according to Rasmussen, with Biden garnering just 57% compared to Kennedy's 25%. Let's put that in perspective. If a third of Biden voters had instead voted third party in 2020, Biden would have lost 27 million votes, handing Trump a massive decisive victory. Reports say RFK is still considering running on a libertarian ticket. If he does so, it's curtains for Biden. This all emerged as the Washington Post desperately distanced itself from the results of its own poll, which found that Trump held a near 10-point lead over Biden. Trump also holds a whopping 20-point lead over Biden when it comes to young voters under the age of 35. Even ABC News noted the staggering nature of some of these poll results. These numbers are simply staggering for the sitting president. 44% of people in this poll say they are not as well off as they were at the start of the Biden administration two and a half years ago. Those are the worst numbers that we've seen in our ABC News Washington Post polling. It's a question we've been asking going back to the Reagan administration. Of course, it's still highly doubtful that Biden will even be the nominee next year. He was already flagging physically and mentally four years ago, being forced to run most of his campaign from a basement. GOP Senator Ted Cruz reckons the Democrats will jettison Joe Biden and replace him with Michelle Obama at the convention. We're coming. This is the Obamas saving the day. And I think in terms of a solution that unifies Democrats, there ain't nothing like that. I also think Michelle is not all that eager to run for president, but to parachute in in August of 24, a couple of months before the presidency, and suddenly wake up and be president? Not a bad, not a bad gig. It's not a bad gig at all. Now, would she do it? I don't know. I, I, I've I've met Michelle, but I don't know her personally in any meaningful way. I don't know if she would do it. I do think Barack Obama is already running the Biden administration. I think he is already the puppet master behind this Biden White House. I don't think Joe Biden is the decision maker. And so when I see the media turning on Joe Biden right now, I think the odds of Michelle Obama parachuting in in August of 2024 have risen dramatically, and that ought to scare the hell out of anyone who, who is unhappy about the direction this country is going and doesn't want us to go even crazier in an even worse direction. Top Democrats and donors have already been searching for a replacement for Biden for months, knowing the 80-year-old won't be running again. Meanwhile, the New York Times reports the concerns of law enforcement officials who were worried about Trump supporters staging lone wolf attacks and riots if Trump gets convicted or loses the election. And as we learned throughout the entirety of 2020, the media thinks political violence is only acceptable when it's carried out by Black Lives Matter activists. You can only burn down cities and get away with the establishment describing it as mostly peaceful if you hate Trump in the process. Them's the rules. <laughs> pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, yeah, so I don't know, I don't know. What do you think about uh, Michelle Obama running for president? How does that make you feel? It, it just <laughs> seems like they're going to try to, uh, you know, like con everybody into like, you know, vote for like a, a strong black woman is all they care about. You know, it just has to be racial and it has to be uh, sexist also at the same time. They're like we need change and this is the change that we need. It doesn't matter the qualification at all whatsoever. And also this sucks because it's going to be like another continuation of the Obama dynasty, you know, so like. 
we're going to get 12 years of this bullshit. You know, we had like Obama and then now we got Biden and then we're going to get Obama again. What's going on? Like, this sucks. We definitely cannot let this happen. Vote Trump 2024. What's up, peace? (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so it's official. Michelle Obama, a.k.a. Big Mike, set to announce presidential run. Set to announce uh, presidential run. So this is this the campaign uh, photo? I don't know, uh, but <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see if um, if Big Mike runs or not. I don't know, but I agree. I mean, it would be. I see it. I see. I see the reasoning. Everybody can see why this uh, would make sense, and um, because we're an upside down world. We're in upside down world. We're so upside down world that Big Mike's probably going to sue us for calling her Big Mike to like, you know, election interference or whatever and take everybody that said that online, like the jail or whatever. I don't know. I'm just Oh, tripping. man. Wow. No, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that um, at all. No, thank you. Um, something that we missed also that I just wanted to uh, show. I know that everybody saw this, uh, the the deposition of Mike Lindell. <laughs> Did you see it? Oh, yeah, that was great. Uh, that was so great. And I know that... Um, that Did he do another one? No, he didn't do another one. Uh, he didn't do another one. But, uh, but he was just so great at it. It was almost like it was a MyPillow ad. Uh, it was so good. Here's here's just you a take a bit. break. Right. Here's what you I'm asking. Uh, your sir. lumpy pillow question kind of set a nerve, because obviously, just like your question in here, Mike's in your little complaint, Mike's frivolous uh, cyber symposium. This whole case is frivolous. You should be ashamed of yourself. But go ahead, finish your question on this, and try not to talk about I uh, get personal and, and bad mouth my employees or my pillows or anything like that. Go ahead. I haven't said a single word about your employees and I don't own one of your You've attacked pillows. them, you've attacked them. You were part of this, you're getting paid on consignment. You get paid if they get money from my employees. Yes, you have attacked them. You personally did this with Newsmax. You, and I called it right out, the criminal lawyers and Coomer when you guys did this to me. <laughs> oh man. Mike Lindell, buy a MyPillow, get a MyPillow, support uh, Mike Lindell because he could really use it uh, because look, what kind of what he's dealing with is American, oops, what did I do? Oh, you did something. Oh, that's freaking me out. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I usually can see what's going on on the on a different screen, and the screen changed. Uh, Justin American Express cuts Mike Lindell's My Pillow credit line by ninety percent after fifteen year partnership. Uh, can you believe it? I can. Uh, here he is talking about it. Mike Lindell, you guys are besieged, and there's other people playing games too, which I think you will be able to explain to our audience this week, but you're under siege on every different aspect of it. That's why you need people to go to mypillow.com slash war room right now and check it out. Where are they going to find, sir? 
Well, you're going to find all these great specials we put up today for the War Room, and I'll, I'm going to go through. We have five specials that are uh, that we put on the War Room Square. So go to my pill, go to the Square War Room, help out my company, help out my employees. They're down there. The first one's the My Pillow 2.0. We have the queen size. They're 50% off, $39.99. The king size just five dollars more. And you get these uh, have all the new technology there of the My Pillow 2.0. So anyway, get yourself a My Pillow uh, if you don't already have one. I don't have like a promo code or anything, but I think Alex has one. Uh, or just go get one. We ordered, <laughs> we ordered um, a bunch of the little mini like My Pillows that you can like roll into a ball and use them like as like a little mini sleeping bag looking pillow we ordered them one year for christmas for like everybody (laughs) so we were getting these giant boxes delivered to our house full of my pillows uh just you know just to support uh here is a video that someone in the chat sent to us we have not seen this video let's check it out Tell us your full name, please. Michael James Lindell. We met for the first time about... Who's paying you? About four minutes ago. Okay, go. Is that right? Is what, what was the question? We met for the first time. Yes, yeah. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to start slow. Because the court reporter's trying to take down what you're saying, okay? And I'm not asking about the lumpy pillow calls. Lumpy pillows kiss my ass. You're an asshole. They're not lumpy pillows. Kiss my ass. Now you're an asshole. No, I'm pissed. Kiss my ass. You're an asshole. Obviously, you don't have a my pillow. You don't, do you? You're an asshole. The question is, do people know you as the my pillow guy? No, they know me over here as this guy that's trying to save our country. Uh-uh. Rotten, horrible lawyers like you and the media saying Mike Lindell's trying to save this country just to make money. Absolutely. My company has been hurt so bad because of people like this Eric Boomer. Tens of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars. I have lost everything I've had so far. You got it? So don't sit here because I'm not going to take this garbage you're spewing out. I then go out there, melt down our machines and buy a pillow. I mean, that, what, what is wrong with you? Because I'm so branded. You're branded as a frivolous lawyer. Anything you do, well, you'll be branded as that because that's all I know about you right now. This is bizarre. This whole thing is bizarre. Lumpy pillows, kiss my ass. You're an asshole. They're not lumpy pillows. Kiss my ass. Now you're an asshole. No, I'm pissed. Kiss my ass. You're an asshole. Obviously, you don't have a my pillow. You don't, do you? You're an asshole. You're disgusting. Keep going. You are a disgusting lawyer. Period. Keep going. Put that in there. Scumbag. S-C-U-M bag. You got that? Yeah, I got it. Okay, good. Keep going. I'm telling you the rules. Have you ever been in a deposition where they can't stand who you are? Go ahead. Keep going. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Wasting my day. Wasting my time. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. If there's a way to screw you, believe me, I'm doing it. Now go ahead. Now that the judge has that on record. You yeah. just don't worry about me. You're not out for my benefit, okay? Don't worry if I say something that offends the judge, okay? You just let me worry about that. This judge should have ruled a long time ago that you're yay or nay, frivolous or not. But she did. She said, go ahead and do discovery. That's disgusting. Lumpy pillows, kiss my ass. You're an asshole. They're not lumpy pillows. Kiss my ass. Now you're an asshole. No, I'm pissed. Kiss 
my ass. You're an asshole. Obviously, you don't have my pillow. You don't do that. You're an asshole. That was interesting and funny. What's up, Kristen Harris? Welcome to the chat. Um, so thanks for sending us that. That was funny. I've never seen that. Um, yeah, Mike Lindell, shout out to Mike Lindell. <laughs> He's so funny. I love it. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty shitty thing though that's going on, uh, you know, with him. Uh, you know, all that, that remix is funny and all, but yeah, I mean, I, he needs our support, uh, more than ever. Uh, he's getting shut down. They, that's how they go after you. They go through the banks, you know, they go through the banks and we see it happen time and time again. And that's how they roll. And so they'll do everything they can to paralyze him or affect his company, what brings him money, um, his business. And yeah, so it's disheartening to see that, uh, you know, that others just tag along, but we all know who owns uh, American Express and all these other credit card companies, everyone knows. Um, so of course we would uh, see this happening. So support Mike, get on my pillow, do it, do it, do it, do it. And uh, so <laughs> we could have guessed that just like we could have guessed these uh, words coming Lemonade. out of Maxine Waters' old dirty mouth. Oh my God. This old is be great. dirty mouth. It's a very short clip. Five seconds. Here we go. And they're literally almost eliminating education in this country. Um <laughs> She's talking about us. I don't know if you got that or not. We're eliminating education. Uh, that was crazed, psychopathic, psychopath, uh, super dirty, dirty mouth, uh, Maxine Waters, um, always saying the most made up, ridiculous shit you can think of. And she says it with that diva voice, which makes you believe it even more, I guess. I don't know, but... Uh, you know, just like the riots were uh, mostly peaceful during Black Lives Matter, Maxine Waters is right. <laughs> right. Uh, so anyway, no no surprise there. Um, let's see. Big Mike, Owen. Uh, oh, yeah. Recently spotted uh, Trump. I thought this was a pretty funny, cool pick. I want to buy one. Trump poses with a custom trunk. 45 Glock at Palmento State Armory and check that out. What a cool shot, actually. You know, <laughs> like, uh, get these two photos and print them out. No, you got to get it's a it's a Twitter screenshot. I don't know. Uh, Citizens Free Press close up of gun and grave with Trump 45. Uh, Trump purchases a Glock. Do you support a uh, president who is pro 2A? So let's check this video out. Can I get a, one more picture with the president? Man, how, how crazy was security that day? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all look so good. Watch this. 
Oh, they hate this. Trump does not like this. He's like, oh, God, here we go. Point it down, dude. Point it down. <laughs> Look, is he pointing it at someone? He doesn't know how to hold it around the president. He's so nervous. <laughs> right? That has to be the reason why he's holding it like that. That is not. He's holding it like a British shipping tea. Look at this. Go up. Look. He's got his pinky out. <laughs> yeah, he's and got everything. his pinky out. He doesn't know what in the world oh is happening. God, he is so he's nervous. Up. He is so nervous. Uh, for real. Uh, <laughs> so this is pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty cool. I thought that was a good story. Just throwing it in there, throwing it in the mix, on in the mix, in the mix. Uh, I saw this on a website. Um, I thought this was really cool. I have not watched it, um, but if you would like to watch it uh, between now and Tuesday, I plan on checking it out. No farmers, no food. Uh, will you eat the bugs? Uh, the first 10 minutes of this are free. Um, don't watch it right now guys uh but watch it after the liberty broadcast tonight or watch it sometime in between now and tuesday and we can chat about it we'll talk about it a little bit uh next week and see what that's all about um recently oh man i meant to to look this up but recently adon was telling me and i i thought that he did adon if you are watching the show right now <laughs> send me your article that you did about the bugs uh, in Austin. That would be great. Um, and oh, then it, it can you? Yep. Oh, wow. Really? See, this is how come I, I wouldn't be here without you. Is it going to pull up the InfoWars article? Yeah. Wow. That's so cool. Uh, let me check out these comments. Roger Stone was right. They aren't lumpy pillows. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks, Tyler, for sharing that with us. Where did she get the rug, that rug of a wig? Yeah, right, right straight off of her ground. Um, so, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Electricity bill, Lacey, sorry about that. Oh, yeah, here we go. Ah, oh, this is so great. Never mind, Adon, because Drones is on it. Why did I doubt him? I didn't doubt you. I just didn't think to ask. Austin sees influx of crickets. Local media wants residents to eat them. <laughs> Insanity. Uh, considering safe, safely, uh, safely trying a cricket with your next meal, uh, Let's see. This is a good little funny pick. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, cricket should be considered alongside Austinites' uh, next meal. Uh, yeah, no thanks. The Austin American Statesman Austin suggested. American Statesman. Yeah. I hate that. In a people. recent article titled, Crickets are Invading Austin, Can We Eat Them? Here's what to know. Well, let me tell you something, Austin American Statesman. Nobody is walking around and seeing a cricket on the floor and wondering if they should eat it. <laughs> 
I don't people, think so. We should go up know. there and ask, like, we should get some crickets and go, like, yeah. to their building right next to the bridge. And then, like, when they're coming out for lunch, like, just, like, a whole bunch of us swarm them. Like, we eat these crickets. We should just take these crickets downtown and see who would eat a cricket. <laughs> Like, the Austin American statesmen really think that people are seeing these this influx of crickets by their doors, by their houses. It truly in their is backyards. an invasion. There are a lot, but we. I'm not thinking, look at all of these new crickets. It's like an invasion. Should I eat one? <laughs> Wonder how they taste. Probably a bunch of lizards in August. Do you have to cook them before you eat them, or can you eat them raw? <laughs> like, like, you really think this is what is going through people's minds when they see an invasion of crickets at their door? Uh, should I take them inside and whip up a quick <laughs> snack or something? Uh, anyway, crickets are invading Austin. Can we eat them? Yeah, so this is definitely a much more appetizing cricket than the crickets that are here in Austin. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Right, the crickets that I've been seeing are oh, all the, no. there's a there's a wild cricket right here. Look at him. He's just right. Like, they put a they put it's probably like got some spice to they it. They put a white cricket instead of putting a black cricket. Oh, I would yeah. say that's racist. They are. They did, they did put a racist. white cricket. Why couldn't they put a black cricket when they know the majority of because the they know that, that everybody be like, why are you trying us? to say crickets are black? <laughs> crickets aren't aren't black. The crickets that are invading Austin are black. I don't know what the hell, where this cricket came from. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, if you've seen a cricket in or around you, go ahead and go to the libertybroadcast.com and donate a dollar for every cricket. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll, we'll take your cricket donations. Uh, crickets are invading Austin. How can we eat them? That's what they really wanted to title this. Crickets can serve as a great protein and rich snack. Uh, rich snack, sorry. The piece reads, going on to joke about various ways to catch and eat the annoying chippers disrupting life in Texas capital. Yeah, those are, uh, those are not going to be on the next meal for me. Okay, that's what those are. Those are not going to be anything in my brain at all. Uh, but they claim to have a good amount of protein as well as vitamins and minerals such as calcium, potassium, zinc, magnesium, uh, biotin, iron, and more. Biotin. Is that how you say that one? Um, but they they leave out the the other that is... All the toxins. which Which are the toxins that are actually in the crickets. Um, and you definitely should not be eating them. Not unless you're a lizard. Not unless you're a loser. A um, lizard. Uh, I mean a lizard. And a loser. Uh, <laughs> a lizard. If you eat crickets, you're a loser. Many cricket, protein, many cricket food products and cricket protein powders, which actually is a really hot topic, um, or it was not too long ago, the protein powder uh, enriched with cricket proteins. Uh, cricket, just ground up prick, uh, prickets. <laughs> crickets. Crickets. <laughs> Do not make it a point to remove. Uh, this is this is one of the toxins. Chitin, yeah, 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 from their. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they don't. Uh, they don't benefit you. So stop, stop it. Eat the cows. Eat the chickens. Eat the eggs. Eat those things. Uh, why not grasshoppers? Right? They're they're not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, don't don't do that. 
stop. Hey, we should go downtown Austin and charge a dollar for a cricket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like an easy. And then like I take, mean, take the Austin American cheap, Statesman down there. It's a cheap meal. Yeah, it's a cheap meal. It really is. Uh, can we do that? Can we sell bugs? Can you sell bugs? Do they have to be FDA approved or what's the deal? I don't know. <laughs> we should look into that. But I will bug. I will not be eating bugs. Uh, so you can count me out on that. Uh, let's see what's going on with the uh, your um, the worst president uh, installed president. Let's see. Do they taste like chicken? I don't want to know. Don't want to know. But in other news, uh, Biden's dog wants to eat people. Uh, 11th attack. This is uh, not really breaking news, but it's just some some stupid. I'm sorry. Some silly Biden uh, news. His dog, you know, wants to eat people. And uh, it's the 11th attack. 9-11, obviously you guys know the connection, and uh, you can go from there. Uh, (laughs) Let's assume, oh yeah, and you know what, I saw also a lot going on yesterday. Trump had a rally in North Carolina, or South Carolina yesterday, and I saw that people were um, going around on social media and playing uh, this Trump clip uh that Trump says that he will be in office in less than 5 months uh i don't know why he said that does anybody know why he said that i don't know uh let's see if i can find that clip sorry i meant to have it um So some people are like, what's going on with Trump? The video that I saw, the guy was saying, um, the guy was saying that uh, he loves whenever Biden talks in code. And I'm like, well, do you understand it? (laughs) Can you help me? Uh, So let me see if I can't narrow this down and find, find where he said it. No, man, I don't know where I saw it. Anyway, that's what he said. He also says he also says that um he's going to to have the world's largest deportation if he's elected. Um I heard a lot of people talking about that lately. Uh when I went to the RFK Jr. event on Sunday, I brought it up and in the parking lot a woman uh heard me talking with Adon about it and she came up to me and tried to explain to me that, um, you know, so I asked RFK, I said, we all know where Biden's stance is on his intentions for illegal immigrants, which is, you know, open border, give them everything, um, you know, and plant these, you know, these illegal immigrants into our, uh, you know, cities and, and counties and, you know, let them take over basically. Um, and Trump said the thing about the mass deportation, uh, the biggest in American history. Um, and so I asked RFK Jr. what his plan, if he had any plans 
regarding the uh, illegal immigrants that are here in the States now. And, you know, basically his answer was that, you know, Trump saying that is is uh, has no base. It's it's there's no way that he could do something like that. And he said that that was because all of these people have legitimate uh, court hearings and court dates. Um, so they are actually legally here because they all have this asylum, you know, whatever. And I, and my uh, response to that would be a lot of the illegal immigrants that are here didn't even bother going through that process. They're just here. And so that's who I'm, I'm speaking about. And, and I don't understand why the, um, asylum, you know, way to, that they come in is, um, there's no changes that can be made to that. It's, it's almost, I mean, you might as well have an open border, right? Like the, the, uh, standard, the, the non-standards that those rules you know, have or, or lack, you know, there, you might as well have an open border. If you're, if you're going to run, you know, our country that way, I, I don't understand it. Like we should be doing more to streamline that to people that actually, you know, come here with good intentions and come here to help grow and, and, uh, you know, do good for the country and, and help us prosper and things like that, you know, getting away from, you know, what they're fleeing, what, where they're, you know, fleeing from, uh, if they're, if they are coming in with that intention, you know? So I feel like, like, obviously there are people that, that should be here that are, um, migrants that, you know, a lot of the country, you know, has been built off of, you know, like backs of migrants, you know, a lot, a lot of it, a lot of the work that, that comes out and things like that. But I wouldn't say that it's so crucial that we wouldn't make it, you know, I feel like there's so many people here and there's so many different races and I feel like everybody contributes, but if we're just letting a bunch of rapists and drug dealers and most wanted and people that will decapitate you, people are pushing their babies or pushing not their babies, pushing babies through bobbed wire fencing while taking a video of it and sharing it across social media. Like, why are you making me do this? It's, it's ridiculous. And then those people get through the bobbed wire and then what? We give them a court date for seven years later, come back and see us. It doesn't make any sense. I know people that are here legally um, that love the country and that want to do better for the country and for their, for their families and for themselves. And, uh, and they just make it people that are just cramming the border for, you know, negative reasons, um, you know, just to, and, and I mean, from everywhere, I mean, people are pouring in from all over. We showed that video, um, of people coming from Africa, China, and just like all over the country. And they're all coming through this one little path, which by the way, that, um, area that they're coming through is just just terrible. I saw a guy doing an interview there. Obviously we appreciate everybody that's down on the ground at the border and uh, reporting on that. And one of the reporters that I saw was down there in that area. And I can't think of what it is, but we've covered it before. Um, 
And uh, it's like a, a pathway on the way over here through Mexico, like before you get to Mexico. Can't think of what it's called. Uh, Panama Canal. And uh, and so he was saying, you know, how horrendous the conditions are down there for everybody and people and like that it's it's raining season or something. And so, I mean, people are dying. We've seen the trains. We've seen we've seen all the videos. And I think now people are starting to get a, a grasp on it. And I think a lot of that is also because of them busing illegals to these to these asylum cities or, or whatever. And um I think that's kind of forced people, especially because those people are like really trying to back out of it, right? They're like, oh, no, no, we need this in Darien Gap. There you go. Thank you, Todd. Um, so anyway, let's see. Let me check out the comments. Do they taste like chicken? I saw that. I said that already. You're... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. Everything is really insane whenever it comes to the border. Um, and hopefully we'll be, maybe next week I'll have, um, uh, Anthony, uh, come on and give us an update. The last time we spoke with him from border news, uh, network, uh, he was in the middle of a 35 day border, um, you know, venture, uh, capturing a lot of live footage coming uh, from people crossing right over the border. Uh, so he he I'm sure he'll have an in incredible update. Uh, more than what we've seen out here. Let's see. Let voters decide. Oh, yeah. So this is kind of what I was uh, talking about. Let voters decide if Chicago should stay a sanctuary city. <laughs> How funny is this, right? How funny is this? Uh, before, everyone was for it. And now, you know, begging, please, please uh, let us decide as if what? As if you don't want to be anymore? <laughs> as if now you need to back out. Now you need to back out, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Border. Oh, yeah. And then I saw this article. Border Patrol agent bloodied in attack by illegal with rat tattooed on head. So, a border patrol agent was left bloodied and injured during a confrontation with an illegal alien who bore the word rat tattooed into his forehead. What does that mean? This type of violence that is being exerted on border patrol agents by those who don't want to be apprehended. Um, this is the type of violence. Let's see. The suspect was encountered by border patrol near McAllen, Texas, which is where I was not too long ago visiting and was labeled a rat by cartels. Please pray for our men and women. Um, here that is, here's a gruesome pics. Oh no. Yep. 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 Pretty much. That's how it goes. And, you know, and it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. Here's oh, no, a, the trains. The trains. You know, we, uh, we've seen even worse videos of the trains. I've seen trains with cars, lines that just don't stop. You know? And, and they're happy to be here. There's uh, people that get on these trains. They don't know. You, you think that these people just know exactly where to go when they cross over? 
You know what I mean? They, they only know that because they're given maps. Okay. They're given guidelines. They're given advice on safety, on how to ride these trains. By NGOs. They're being told, yeah, they're literally getting maps that tell them which trains to get onto. They've been given maps, and on the maps they say uh, don't fall off the train because people have fallen off the trains. Um, so, yeah, so we're we're saying, hey, guys, get on the trains. These are the ones that are going to take you, um, and they don't care. And nobody wants to admit it. You know, no one wants to admit um, that this is – you know, this is exactly what what it is. These these people are invaders. And here's here's a little video of proof. You know, I mean, what more proof do you need? They're coming over here and they're putting down their flags. For what reason? Why to why conquer. Yeah, to conquer. Right? It's insanity. And this isn't the first video. Uh, I don't know if there are the other videos on here. But, uh, yeah, there's other videos. Um, I don't know if that's You would almost think that, like, if you were... If you were trying to sneak in, like, maybe, maybe I'm crazy or whatever. But it almost seems like you would want to, like... Be like carrying an American flag or whatever. Like I'm, Amer I'm American. I'm American. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I didn't like just make up some story. I got stuck on the wrong side. Yeah, long story. You know, like or whatever. Like I don't know. Long but, story. Uh, look, yeah. man. Hey, my uh, man. My man. But they're just man. coming in like with other countries. Like, look at me. I am a flag. You know, that's not American. Right. Like, hey, my man. It's me, Chris. <laughs> don't you know? <laughs> illegal aliens run into us in san diego through construction site a border wall so here's another video check it out Construction site. Wow. <laughs> at the construction site, guys. At the construction site. You know what? That wall is just kind of uh, crazy. Like, if you just look at it. Like, look at this. Go back up here. Look at this. You see how, like, can I even zoom? Like, with the, oh, my God. I can all right, like if you just go right up here and like, oh no, I can't. Dang. Anyways, you see where like the fence ends in the water right there? <laughs> well, there's no way you can get through that water. It just seems like see they should put up one of those water things. Yeah, it's a weak, it's a weak situation. Is this in San Diego or where, where I'm sorry, not San Diego, uh, in, in the border at California? Is that where this is? The San Diego. It is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That fence, they need to really think about this one a little bit more. I'm saying. Yes. I agree. It's insane. It's so insane. Here's another article. Over 261K foreign nationals illegally crossed southern border in August. 
Uh, so this is the greatest number reported in August in U.S. history. Surprise, surprise. No, I'm not surprised. There are hundreds and thousands of people. I mean, more than there were last year compared to this year. And that number is just growing day by day by day. And we are hitting world records and not in a good way, in a bad way. And it's, you know, it, it affects people all the time. I mean, it can affect you because, oh, yeah, these um, USA Today articles drive me crazy. Um, it can be you, uh, somebody you know. Here is a situation where a teen, a uh, kidnapped teen found after uh, captors threatened to cut off body parts. Um you know, the three men are facing life sentences for allegedly kidnapping a 17-year-old from California and threatening his mother to pay a 500K ransom for his safety. Um, so, I mean, we're looking at situations where um, we're bringing over people that will kill you. I mean, people, look, here's another um, article. Illegal alien bites off cop's finger after ramming cars during DUI bust in, in New York City. Bit off his finger. What is going on here? You know, they got the, rabies. we see what's happening with the Border Patrol being attacked. Police officers in, in New York City. You know what's going to happen next? It's going to be us. It's going to be us, but what's going to happen next in New York, which is already an issue that they have, just like a lot of major cities, is there's not enough law enforcement. You know, and they are really the worst play. I mean, we're pretty bad without with having a little bit of law enforcement. New York is is flooded with illegal immigrants. Flooded. The streets are flooded. There are so many people. Have you ever been to New York? It's already crowded. It's already insane. There are so many people ready to cross the street at the same time, like a giant group. Every time you're crossing a street in New York, it's a giant group of people crossing it with you during the day. So I can't imagine how crazy it is now. And then imagine if the entire police force, you know, resigns or something like that would be a, an emergency. Uh, what is it called? They'd, they'd file uh, some kind of emergency, uh, which is which is what they want, which is why they do it, right? And then and then you get police. Then you get uh, what is it called? Like it turns into like a police state where it's a poli uh, well, police state is a is where they uh where where the government starts doing things that are unconstitutional in order to like oh, yeah, surveillance everywhere and everything and like invading your privacy and then all that stuff but uh yeah it would just turn into a, a um it would turn into like uh what is that movie called where everybody kills everyone at a certain time and if you live then the you purge see, yeah it's like the purge it already is the purge over there right i think so some videos i've seen look pretty wild yeah these inner cities are big cities are just out of control mm -hmm. with the uh and all of them are, are are democrat all of them yeah yeah tell you something um uh it would be interesting to see what happens uh now that these people are being affected directly and they do vote 
that way. They probably have machines in all those places, so it doesn't matter. But um, it would be interesting. It was just the just the people alone, like experiencing this firsthand. Because if you really think about it, they probably have it like a lot worse than we do here in Texas. Because in Texas, uh, if you've ever driven around, you know there's just a lot of land everywhere and uh, a lot of space. But up there, like around New York and, you know, in some of these places, there's, there's just nowhere to go. Everything's... Yeah, everything everything's is built already, on. Yeah, there's no over, area. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Martial law. That's the word. Man, Tyler, you are really getting me through this today. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, martial law. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I was trying to think of. I couldn't think of it. Um, so like then another a federal police force right. will come in yeah, and then yeah. they'll take care of everything but then they'll like it'll be a, a, a of lot everything. of you know like yeah. it'll be a lot worse like if you go step outside your you know your house at like 9 10 p.m yeah, you'll get shot yeah it'll be like that little cartoon animation thing um so and you know while they're here another thing right texas gop passes uh, resolution calling on a uh, governor AG to investigate Colony Ridge uh, illegal alien settlement. So this is what we were talking about before, um, where they started setting up housing and and stuff. And uh, it's north of Houston. Uh, this has happened a few weeks ago, uh, and now they're uh, calling on the Texas GOP uh, to investigate this. What? How did? How is this? Able to happen, uh, the resu uh, resolution attests that uh, Colony Ridge development, which houses an estimated 50 to 75,000. Wow. Yes. And that's what that picture is. Like, it, I know it was like it's, it's a drone footage. And this is the, the new housing development for illegals. And it's already housing, you know, I mean, fairly close to 100,000 people. I mean, 75. Um, so, so yeah, we're... Who's when, paying for that? Who's paying for that, right? Who is paying for that? So, Are they paying for it? Because they can't work. No, this land was purchased. Oh, man, I had this article all about it, and I didn't even uh, put it on here. Um, but that's what they're uh, calling the investigation on. Um, so near Woodland suburb, uh, real estate developers created a third third world city uh, right here in Texas. So here is a video footage of it. Oh, we got the helicopter. Yeah, not drone chopper. Get in the chopper. Or it's a drone that sounds like this. Uh, no, nope, that's a helicopter. <laughs> the guy's gonna jump out of it now. <laughs> Film it from behind. I mean, it's if y'all pay us, we can take some drones out there and survey this whole motherfucker and get a lot better footage than they got. <clears throat> um. Yeah, look at that. Insanity, insanity. Uh. <laughs> so we'll see we'll see what what comes what that uh, ends up what ends up happening there uh someone else uh again not someone else but again here's elon again uh What's elon musk do? announces visit to texas city at epicenter of biden border collapse uh this Which is a texas dan city? lyman uh article uh 
so Eagle Pass. Eagle Pass, yeah, which is yeah, which has been heavily impacted uh, by the illegal uh, immigrants coming over. Um, I'd say a, f- a fair hot spots, uh, but he says I'm going to. They're being overwhelmed by unprecedented numbers. Just hit an all-time high and still growing. I'm going to visit Eagle Pass later this week to see what's going on for myself. Um, there's that train video, and that's the video he commented under. And uh, and so we'll see, you know, kind of what he says. Uh, Elon sharing videos. Uh, New York City is gearing up to pay million dollars. Look at this. $12 billion. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, this is this is just a normal eight you know eight thirty p.m. night out here in New York. Just a normal. Oh, thing. they're blocking the buses. <laughs> the locals are are arrested for blocking the buses. This is what people of New York are trying to trying to push back on, but this is exactly what they voted for. You know, it's like, uh, well, isn't this what you wanted? Isn't this what what you wanted? Isn't this why? And if not, isn't this why you didn't speak up? Like, this is what happens when you don't speak up. You know, and, and it's unfortunate that it's happening. And, uh, yeah, if you make your bed. You yeah, know, lay in it. You got to lay in it. You got to lay in it. And they're literally laying in it in yeah. the concrete mm-hmm. bed with handcuffs. That's what they voted for. That's what they voted for. That's what they voted for. Um, Bill Maher, his uh, Biden opinion here. Let's check this video out. Let's assume the election was November the 3rd of this year. And and they said the candidates are Joe Joe Biden, the Democrat, Donald Trump, the Republican, uh, Joe Manchin and Larry Hogan, no labels, and Cornell West. Mm. Trump would be a betting favorite. Yes. If I told you totally. I would give you even money, you would not take that bet. All right? Um, and not, so somebody better wake the fuck up. I might take even money, but you're right. I, I'm totally on the same page. And I think I talked to Paul Begala today. I think he told on, me I saw him. When I'm I, I, I think we're on the same page with Biden. Did a great service. But whereas in 2020, maybe he was the only one who could have beaten Trump. I think now he's the only one who will lose to him. He, he did great. Not just because he beat Trump, but, you know, a lot of stuff he did. Afghanistan, Ukraine, he handled right. Everybody else's economy was worse than ours after the pandemic. These are some pretty big things, but he will lose because at some point perception. He's also a piece of shit, I'll say. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I know. I saw him recently and and a clip was going around of him. And uh, right, because I think he was on Rogan uh, recently. Is this the same guy? I don't know. Maybe it was him. I'm pretty sure it was him. And uh, and a clip was going around where he was talking about something. And it was kind of portraying like he was like awake or like he had a moment of reality. Uh, he was speaking in reality. Um, but it was just a little clip that they pulled out. The rest of it sounded similar to that, which is what this clip is also. 
you know, but it shows a little bit of, of the other side. So it becomes reality. And look, do I think he can do the job? Absolutely. Government, as you well know better than anybody, is done in small rooms like the Oval Office where people are talking quietly and decisions are made. I think he still can do that fine. He cannot run for president. He'll look bad in the debates. It's just, it's too, it's too much. And he's, he's, I think, going to lose. He will be Ruth Bader Biden, the Ruth Bader Ginsburg of the presidency. It's not a good look. Yep. Yep. Not a good look. Not a good look. Uh, so yeah, there's a, he has his moments. He has his moments far a few in between, but they're there. Uh, and so does Joe Biden, uh, who even when given, even when given a very, very short step still manages. And, and this is just really messed up. You know, this isn't very nice that they keep putting him in this position where he's putting himself in danger. Did you see that? It was very minimal. It wasn't a giant thing. But I mean, still, if that man were to have slipped right there and, and fell down, he could have died. He could have died. He could have bashed his head on that metal step. You know what I mean? Who knows what his health is like right now? Nobody knows how it is, how it really is. And uh, that could have been it. That could have been it. So, yeah, I don't think that another Biden presidency is a reality or even that they, I mean, like, I don't think it should be, but even if they rig it again, um, I don't think that they would rig it with Biden. I, it's, it's too much of a risk. And, uh, and yeah, so I, I think that the Michelle Obama thing, at first I was like Newsom, you know, and then Newsom was like, I'm not going to do, you know, so whatever. Uh, so he lost momentum that he had building up because people were really starting to question. I was seeing a lot of Newsom news going around where people were like, oh, is he going to, you know, he's going to be it. He's going to be the one they back. And then he did like an interview and was like, no, I'm not running for president. Like I support Biden. Or was that a weird tactic that he was doing where maybe Biden is going to be like, I support Newsom. I want you to run. I can't do it. Passing the baton. I don't know. I don't really know, uh, but putting a, a Michelle, a, a man shell, um, Obama uh, up in the mix uh, doesn't seem too far out there. <laughs> it really doesn't. Uh, so, yeah, either, I mean, maybe that's the way he's going to go. Maybe, maybe they oil up them stairs and that's the end. You know what I mean? Like, are they doing that? Is someone inspecting those stairs? All it takes is a little, a little slick spot. One little slick spot. I've slipped on ice before. It's not fun. One little slick and you, and you lose it all. You can break bones. Break bones. What if Hillary thinks she's on deck? Uh, Hillary, I don't know. I feel like her hit list is too long for her to take a break to run for anything. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. We'll see. 
We'll see. I mean, it's possible if Hillary runs again and she tries to do like, you know how like the fighters do, they get knocked out. They're like, they try to do a comeback. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe she's going to circle back around. She's uh, uh she's doing the whole uh getting money right now. Oh yeah. For the uh you know for um Ukraine, you know, they're going to the she's Oh she's, yeah, yeah. She's, she's uh, at the yeah, head of the funnel. Yeah, she cares so much. She cares so much. She cares so much. The Clintons care so much. Um Yeah. Oh no. Oh my gosh. I was like, let me just let me just search her name. And uh, here's the first thing that popped up, guys. <laughs> that cackle. Yeah, it was COVID. We couldn't get in the State Department. <laughs> What, what's the what's the perennial symbol that we all stand for, right? That would be so weird to be like having a picture of you unveiled next to you. I couldn't handle it. Can you imagine that? Somebody unveiling a picture of you like She just walks off. Yeah. She's good. Look, look at Bale. They're off. They're off. Hmm. That's my wife. That's my wife. She loves other people. <laughs> loves to kill them. <laughs> anyway, um, so that was that was that that was Hillary Clinton uh, portrait uh, reveal unveiled, unveiled at the State at Department. State Department. Yep, yep. Her legacy consists of missing people uh and so she's honored for it at the state department fantastic uh for being the 67th secretary of state and um let's see so here's her here's her response and to seeing her uh, portrait joy to be back here and i haven't seen this portrait in a really long time <laughs> i steve paulson is amazing but between covid between not wanting to finish it during the prior administration. It's, it, it's been a while. Um, it's been a while, and I am gonna be probably as surprised as all of you, but this could not be uh, a happier occasion, and thank you so much for hosting us. She's such a lizard. She's such a lizard, right? I I couldn't agree more. She is definitely got snake vibes. She's got reptilian vibes. She's got those reptile vibes. I don't know. Uh yeah, maybe Hillary will will run and and Jen Psaki will be her <laughs> vice president. Oh, just kidding. <clears throat> just kidding. Um, so yeah, so Biden is, is always ready to, to slip and slide. And I saw this was like a trending thing. Biden's team has a don't let him trip mission. 
President Biden's campaign are working on critical projects for his reelection bid, making sure he doesn't trip. <laughs> uh, with the physical therapist, Biden has been doing exercises to improve his balance. Uh, he's off balance, even though they say he's perfectly fine. Uh, but no, he has to have his physical therapist go with him everywhere. Uh, his difficulties are the result of what his physician has diagnosed as a combination of significant spinal arthritis. Wow. And mild post-fracture foot arthritis, which is probably what I have. I twisted my ankle once and it has never been the same. Uh, so, yeah. Pretty much normal news there for Biden. Pretty normal stuff going on there. Nothing new. Nothing new. Uh, let's see. Some more. Let's keep it rolling. Uh, interesting. Not the B uh, article here. If you need some fire in your belly, watch this North Carolina mom go nuclear on the school board, which we always love a nice school board uh, video. Let's check it out. God bless this mother. Watch this. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Um, I've been coming here for five years now, and I was going to talk to you about some practical things that I thought you could change about 3210, but I've changed my mind. Um, I've been really confused over the last five years as to why we spend 45 minutes to an hour of every public meeting talking about how great everyone is and how great everything is in the schools, and now I've figured it out. I figured it out because all these people came here to defend you all from hurtful words. This is obnoxious. Let me just say, there is one goal for the educational system. It should be to prepare children to enter careers to be productive members of society. It is not a counseling session. It is not a self-help area. It is not somewhere to find yourself. And we should not be led by the children, for goodness sake. The children are called dependents for a reason. They depend on us who have fully developed brains. You cannot feel your way through life. The issues that we are talking about, we are bringing you statistics. We are talking about scholastics. We are talking about funding. We are we're talking about busing. We are talking about trying to figure out how to make our children be as successful as possible. And I am sure that that is your goal. And what we have been called tonight is what they're claiming that we're saying to children. We're having an adult conversation. There are not children in this room. We aren't going into the schools and calling them names. They call us Marxists and hateful and bigots and everything else under the sun. Well, let me tell you. Less than 5% of the entire population of North Carolina identifies as LGBTQ. You guys all claim you want democracy. Well, you know what democracy is? It's the majority plus one. It's 50 plus one. You know what? More than 50% of the people in this state claim that they believe in God, almighty God who made us male and female, God who made marriage between a man and a woman, God who said that we must protect our children. The fact that we can stand up here and we know, we can brag about all of the wonderful graduations, but we know, we know the statistics. 50% of children did not pass their end of grade test. What are we celebrating? We have, we have children coming up here telling us how horrible the mental health crisis is. Why? 
Most of us went to public school, and all of our all of our peers are not in mental health crises. We have to ask ourselves, what are we doing to our children? I'm going to say we are discussing things with them that they are not emotionally, intellectually, and morally able to handle. That is what is causing the anxiety. That is what is causing the depression. That is what is causing the confusion. We need our children to be able to be children, to be able to be innocent, to be able to enjoy childhood and not know all of the drama and all of the difficulties in adult life. That is what we want. We want our children to be able to read and write and to think for themselves, and we demand that the children who fear God are protected in your schools. Right? Wasn't that the best? Really touches my soul. I love it. I love whenever... um, God bless this mother. Watch this. Oh, sorry. I love whenever we have... Uh, or whenever we come across uh, videos of people speaking out um, and you don't necessarily have to have a giant uh, platform. Our, our show, we have very, uh, we have a good following. Uh, We don't, we don't really keep up with it Um, for, you know, for follow follows and stuff. We love getting the information out. We have a platform to do it. We're able to do it. We show up every Tuesday and we do it uh, unless we can't. And then we let you know. Um, But that's what we're all about. And I support uh, people speaking up for the children um, because I know that the children are our future. There was a song about it. Uh, It's real. Uh, so yeah, so so we need to save the children. We need to save the children and let the children uh, be children. And the more that we speak out about it, the better it is. Um, and even things like this. Here's another. Here is another example. Uh, so parents file lawsuit against Virginia Beach School Board for refusing to enact uh, Youngkin's policies of transgender students. So two parents in Virginia Beach uh, have filed a lawsuit against their school board for refusing to enact uh, the new model policies for handling transgender students. So the model policies direct teachers to refer to transgender students by their biological sex and birth name, unless parents agree in writing to any changes. Um, It's not really the change that we need, uh, but it's moving in the right direction, I would say. Those also require students to play on sports teams based on their biological sex. That is gigantic. Uh, The lawsuit states that the parents want to protect their children from being compelled to use biologically inaccurate names and pronouns, forced to use bathrooms and locker rooms with members of the opposite sex, or required to pretend during athletic competition. competition that gender identity can override the enduring physical differences between boys and girls. Very well stated. Um, And so uh, two parents are suing because uh, the Virginia Beach School Board uh, voted down the policy to adopt it. Um, This is something that, uh, you know, kind of is reflectant on the COVID era here in Austin where, you know, they said masks are not uh, mandated in schools. However, 
Austin School District, AISD, was still enforcing masks. And Ken Paxton actually sued a lot of school districts. Um, I think by the time he got around to AISD, that's whenever they started loosening up um, the guidelines on that. But they did it the whole time, Um, even though they shouldn't have really been allowed to. uh, They still enforced it, even with the, um, uh, you know, court orders and all and all of those things so um these two parents are suing uh the school uh and basically saying hey you need to be accountable for this it's true that the percentage rate uh for people that are transgender or identify as whatever lgbtq queer second lives third lives past life whatever half life um whatever they identify as is always just the the smallest percent, 1%, uh, less than 1% in a lot of places. And yet everyone is, is kind of forced into this. Do you, don't you understand that, um, this is affecting the children, you know, like you are forcing children to put these pronouns i've seen kids i have like little cousins and stuff that on their social media which they i think they shouldn't even have honestly um but on their social medias they have she hers and i know these kids and they're not even about that life but for some reason they have that on their profile and it's because you're whenever maybe whenever you sign up now you know, for something, whenever you're filling out a doctor's paper, whenever you're filling out that, you feel like if you don't select that, then you're not being inclusive. Then you're on the other side of thinking. And that's the wrong side. Uh, because the right side would, you would include yourself into this. And uh, and so it's already a difficult thing for adults to have to deal with, to go to filling out things. I, I fill things out, you know, once in a while I see, do you ever see that? Have you ever filled out something where you have to put your gender or your race or something? Um, and, uh, one of the question is, is like, how do you identify? And yeah, anytime you sign up for social yeah, media now, it's like anything. And, and you're like, what do I identify as? Like it went from, you know, two options to 20 and to put that on the kids is, you know, is no wonder why, you know, the um, depression is rose, the anxiety is rose, the, that parent is is absolutely correct. She's absolutely correct in, in saying that. And, you know, thank God for people like her. And we need more of those. We need more people, you know, saying that uh, we need more people standing up for the kids. Uh, because what the hell is this world going to be like when we're gone? You know, it's it's... I'm I'm afraid. I'm afraid for the children of the future. Uh, let's see. Non-binary author of a book about trans fourth grader. Uh, parental rights really anger me. And uh, imagine that coming from this. What the <laughs> hell? No, we already know you're... Oh, no. No, not this guy. Yes, this is Alex Gino, a so-called non-binary author of a book about a transgender fourth grader. (laughs) Of course, why aren't you uh, writing about a fourth grader? Uh, Declared, parental rights really anger me. Uh, Parental rights really anger me because what about human rights? People who are under 18 are human 
there you go. There's one way. Um, there is one way to uh, to get it. And um, Gino, whose 2015 novel Melissa has reportedly been banned by seven school districts in four states. Um, he believes his book is prohibited due to fear and suggests that kids know more about the world than adults. Right. Okay. So let's see this vid here. Oh. Oh, this is HBO airs pro child rape. It's a different video. Oh, this is a different video. Yeah. Oh. I thought it was maybe on, he did an interview on this uh, thing. I think it's fear that looks anger, the author said. I think it's fear for adults generally. Adults are not great at knowing what's in the world. Kids are great at it. Kids are constantly learning what's in the world and taking on new ideas. They learn who's in the world. They learn how people are in the world. <laughs> this sounds like a sentence that Kamala wrote. Uh, yeah, Is so... Is that a video about this? No, this is different. Okay. All right. Just making sure. Yeah, I mean it's all it's all horrible and terrible. And it and it's just going all the way around, going full circle. Here's another oh no, I wanted to play. Uh German government offers kid book promoting prostitution as a way to make money. So this is another oops. <laughs> Sorry. Article German government offers that uh graphic images and subject matter introduced to children six to twelve years old. Surprise, surprise. The government of Berlin, Germany, recently ordered a children's book teaching kids about prostitution in an attempt to explain to children what's going on in red light districts. What is going on in red light districts? The kids want to know. Just like we want to eat the bugs. Exactly. Um, Trying to teach them that the sex trade is safe and enjoyable? Yes. Pro-prostitution pro picture book. What the hell? Yes. <laughs> oh, this is not Rosie good. needs money. One image from the book can be seen below where a man is penetrating a woman. The city of Berlin is handing out these books on prostitution to children ages 6 to 12. Rosie needs money is about a mother from burglary. A mother from uh, Bulgari, Bulgari, who is forced sorry. to leave her kids Bulgari. behind to go into the Berlin and have a German and rape her for money. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. So this is uh, not good. No, no, but this is for the children, so you wouldn't understand. Uh, the book is written from the perspective of a child who is looking for a prostitute named Rosie. When the kid finds Rosie, she learns that the woman exchanges sex for money and that condoms are used to prevent disease and pregnancy. That sounds great. Uh, Rosie needs money. Rosie tells the young girl, men want to put their penis in my vagina a few times in and a few times out, and you're done. There's nothing more to it than that. This clearly downplays the darker side of prostitution and the treatment of many women in the industry. Bizarrely, the book concludes with quotes from children and young people who live in areas where street prostitution takes place. Most of the sentiment is overwhelmingly negative and presented as examples of attitudes towards prostitution and youth which require discussion 
Um, so yeah, here's a here's another. Uh, Rosie needs money. Uh, book or a picture from the book. And uh, yep, that's the. <laughs> yep, and while we're at it, why not? Uh, I saw also this article. Uh, Maine dad says high school clinic sent 17-year-old daughter home with secret baggie of Zoloft. Zoloft. Here it is. A Fairfield father said that... Here we are. Now I can read it. A Fairfield father says that a federally funded health clinic operating within Lawrence High School provided his minor daughter with a baggie of prescription antidepressants without his his knowledge or consent. When the girl's father, Eric, discovered the bag of pills over the weekend, his daughter told him that it was provided to her by Bulldog Health Center, a school-based health center at Lawrence High School. Um, Sack saw the pills as an infringement on his parental rights, but he was concerned that the school's clinic sent unlabeled drugs with no children resistant uh, container into his home where his two other younger children also live. Um, he called the principal uh, to complain about the drug treatments in the school that the school clinic gave his daughter. Um, uh, Bowers did not respond to a phone call and an email seeking comment for the story. So um, it just says that he reached out to them. He called. He said it was a separate entity from the school. Oh, yeah. And the, oh, sorry. And they said they were separate. So they're like, no comment. Sorry, we can't help you. They're separate from us. Um, so, so yeah, they, so they are legally allowed. They were told them that they were legally allowed to hand his daughter prescription drugs without informing him that they wouldn't address the lack of a label or safety container. What the hell? Yeah. Uh, he pulled his daughter out of the public school this week to make her appointments with a doctor and a therapist. I'm looking out for her best interest. That's why I pulled her out of school because I don't think she really ought to be in there if they're going to start giving her pills, you know, until I sat with the doctor that I picked for my daughter, not through the school. And uh, so, you know, unfortunately, you know, maybe she does need, she doesn't need prescription, but maybe she does need some kind of mental help and, and, uh, you know, the father, you know, I like that that part of the story where their father is saying, hey, I recognize something is up with my daughter. I will take care of it. You know, so so that's a giant, a uh, good giant um, something there. Uh, here's a Tucker uh, little uh, little Tucker clip. We haven't we don't get to see too much more of Tucker now. I mean, you know, as before he was <laughs> when he was a. Uh, on the FOX. So, so here's I'm Tucker. really struck by the, the ballot initiatives um, that your voters will be facing uh, in November. And I'm struck because they're so very different from the politics that I covered for the bulk of my life. I'm 54, been covering this stuff since I was 22. And for most of that time, the debates that we had in the political sphere were over competing visions for how to improve people's lives. The minimum wage was always a really intense debate. And I always felt like maybe the minimum wage killed jobs, I guess. That's what my side said. And I think that's probably true. And the other side would say, but people need more money to live, and so we're going to mandate that they make this much. And it was a, you know, I was on one side of it, but I could also sort of see the other side. Both sides were at least pretending to try to improve the lives of the people who voted for them. 
But when you wind up in an election where the two top ballot initiatives are, one, encouraging people to kill their own kids, and two, encourage their kids to do drugs, who's benefiting here? I'm serious. The one unalloyed source of joy in your life is your children. The point of life is to have children and to watch them have grandchildren. Nothing will bring you joy like that will. Nothing comes close. Nothing comes close. Would you trade your job for your children? Would you trade anything for your children? Of course not. And so anyone telling you don't have children, kill your children, is not your friend, is your enemy. And by the way, it's a very recognizable promise that they're making you because it's as old as time and it's chronicled in great detail throughout the Hebrew Bible. It's human sacrifice, which rears its head about every four chapters and which is singled out for approbation every time. Of all the sins the ancients committed, that sin, every single time it's described, is called detestable, at least in the RSV. Detestable. God singled that out. Throw your children into the fire. Now, why were people doing that? Because, of course, they believed they were getting power and contentment and happiness in return. All it's going to take is to sacrifice your children. This is as old as time. Every civilization on the face of the earth has engaged in it. Everyone, not just the Mayans and the Aztecs, but the Scandinavians, my people. The I no, it's true. Even the Swedes did it. I know, it's embarrassing. But the archeological record tells us that human sacrifice, the sacrifice of children, the killing of children, is the one constant in human civilization. Now you answer the question, how can that be? How did all these civilizations, at different points of the compass that we know had no contact with one another, reach the same conclusion that in exchange for killing their own children, they would be happy or safe? Probably not something, a conclusion they reached organically, right? It cuts against the imperative of evolutionary biology, which is to continue the species. And those of us who grew up in a secular world being taught that people are motivated by instinct designed to continue the species, pause at that and say, wait a second, how does killing your own children advance the cause of perpetuating the species? It doesn't. In fact, it's an attack on that. So it's not a natural human function to want to kill your own children, actually. That's an idea, an impulse that was introduced. Outside forces are acting on people at all times throughout history in every culture on the planet to convince people that if they sacrifice their children, they will be happy and safe. And that's exactly what this is. This is a religious right. This is not a policy debate. They're not telling you that some girl got raped at 13 and she needs to go to college and therefore, unfortunately, we need to abort the child. No, that was 20 years ago. Now they're saying abortion is itself a pathway to joy. Really? So this is not a political debate. This is a spiritual battle. There is no other conclusion. Oh, I love it. I love it. Tucker. Oh, Tucker. So good. So good. Um, so while uh, children are missing in Maui, children are also missing in Cleveland. Mystery as nearly 50 school children go missing in Cleveland in September alone, while over 1,000 have vanished so far this year in an alarming trend that's left Ohio cops baffled. So 
So uh, police say the number of runaways and missing kids is unusually high this year. Last year, 1,600 kids were reported missing in the state of 11 million. Um, so what's going on here, guys? Uh, 45 children have been reported missing. Where are these children? Uh, the They joined the total number of 1,072 have been reported missing since the start of the year. While the majority have since returned home or been accounted for, the cops say many are regular runaways who will likely vanish again. Um, so, yeah, pretty sad. Pretty sad. And, uh, you know, what's going on with these kids? Are they uh, some part of a human sacrifice? Uh, not uh, too far from reality there, probably. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, oh no, no, it's probably because, uh, it's an AI. So I saw this, uh, this thing about the CIA that is now, um, that is now, um, going to have its own chat GPT. <laughs> because even the CIA needs chat GPT or not chat GPT AI chatbot. Well, you know what I mean? What could go wrong? Either way, the CIA knows exactly what they are doing and uh, what could go wrong? <laughs> what could go wrong? Uh, they will soon have an AI chat chatbot. Yeah. Similar to chat GPT, the program revealed on Tuesday, uh, it will train on publicly available data and provide sources alongside its answers. So agents can confirm, uh, their valid, uh, validity and so on. This seems totally great. The CIA should use an AI tool. Um, I encourage it. Otherwise, how else will we get the AI takeover? If the CIA, if they're not in implemented into the CIA. This is again them telling you to your face. Hey guys, uh <laughs> you know, this is this is us doing stupid things. I don't think this is a good move. Uh I don't think that self-driving cars is a good move. I don't understand why this would be uh especially with something uh that has such a large impact. Uh what do you think about this drones? Since I know you love AI. It looks like they're going to be uh, <clears throat> trying to depend on AI to do everything. And uh, that's how you get sucked into this whole ordeal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It makes it easier. Yeah. You think you're like, you get dependent <laughs> on it, you know, and then it tells you something that's wrong and then you believe it. <laughs> oh, I can't do that. Oh. I guess you're right, AI. You're right. Because you have the answers because I know because I asked you the question. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we will see. We will see. Here's a, a World Economic Forum whistleblower Richard Werner uh, warning about uh, what's ahead. The idea. Let's check this vid out had been by central banks to introduce this, as we said, central bank digital currency. But have you ever seen an article or a video or, you know, whatever description of what it actually looks like? I mean, with central bank...
paper money, we know what it looks like, right? Yeah. yeah. Bank digital currency, we know, and you know, we've used it ourselves. We know what it looks like. But what does central bank digital currency look like? You see, so they never talk about that because people won't actually like the looks of it. Yeah. Because it apparently looks, and and several central banks apparently, as I as I heard from my sources, have already fully developed the final stage of CBDC. I mean, it comes in stages initially, likely through your mo mobile phone, yeah. but it's only an intermediate step. Mm. And the final stage is, you know, it's it's small and it's the size of a, a grain of rice. Now, why is that? <laughs> and it, it, that grain of rice is your entire wallet or? Yes, it's your digital ID, yeah. your wallet, uh, can be your, your, um, your passport, your key, um, now, of course, what we found with our debit cards or credit cards is they've already now moved to the system, you know, RFID chips, um, RFID. Yeah. Um, Very dangerous technology. technology. where you just wave the thing. Yeah, yeah. so anybody can just yes. chop off your hand. That is like... sort of the, the, you know, conditioning us in this direction. That yeah. In the future, you'll just wave your hand because you've got the microchip, the, the microchip implant yeah. under your skin. Yeah. Um, and because, you know, and each, each step, there's a rational reason, you know, it's, it's easier just to wave this, isn't it? It's much faster because we always have to wait in the queues as everyone types in their numbers and all that. So just wave it, it's quicker. Uh, but the, the next rationalization will be, well, but you can lose your cards, I mean, you can steal your card. Mm. And then you're just waving, yeah. that's kind of risky. Well, yeah. wouldn't it be nice if you couldn't lose it and nobody could steal it? Um, you know, so, but chop off your it's hand. clear that that's sort of, it is almost a step too far for a lot of people because it is a violation of human dignity to actually inject something like that under the skin. So mm. um, that's where you need some more persuasion. Yeah. Oh no. And it's interesting that <laughs> this concept of universal basic income has been around for around a century where everyone should get some kind of citizen's you know, payment. Uh, but the, the billionaire elites have so far not liked that. But since 2015, they've all come out. I mean, all the, the big billionaires and, and World Economic Forum have come out. Oh, this is a good idea universal basic income. Well, why suddenly now? Because now we have the technology for the microchip implant. Um, and so when, in 2017, Bill Gates came out and said that universal basic income is a good idea, um, but it's too early to introduce it. Now, what was still missing? So we had the technology for the microchip implant, but what was missing was the digital ID hadn't been introduced. Now, this is where this whole COVID agenda had become very useful. Mm. Useful. Useful, beneficial, some of our favorite words used by the just... World Economic Forum. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Quick on the come up. Uh, let's see. Let's move into a little loose, a little more loosey, loosey goosey uh, area here coming uh coming off of that digital uh id i know we also something else that we missed or it, maybe it's not uh big or whatever i didn't really pay super attention to it but uh the masterson guy the 70s show guy you know he got 
like sentenced to like 33 years or something for like rape and and stuff and his what you know if you guys saw if you keep up or you don't um but uh his wife uh ashton kutcher and mila kunis both are friends of his of course they're all from the 70s show they wrote letters to the judge uh on his behalf uh hoping that he would get a lighter sentencing those letters then got leaked out um they went back and uh you know, did a video apologizing, uh, got scrutinized for, you know, for the letters. And if you guys don't know, um, Ashton Kutcher is, uh, has been a part of an anti, uh, child sex abuse organization. So he got a lot of, uh, flack about everything that he was doing and in, in backing uh, a convicted rapist because at this point he's convicted. Um, and so I just want, I saw this. Uh, and so I thought, you know, I would share it, of course, TMZ, um, who, you know, ratty news, but they always have like stuff really quickly. Uh, so he had to step down. So Ashton Kutcher stepping down as chairman of the board at the anti-child sex abuse organization. He state he started with his ex-wife, Demi Moore. It's the latest blowback and, um, Ashton Kutcher's leaving, uh, is leaving Thorne, the organization he co-founded in 2012. And so is his wife, uh, Mila Kunis, who was an observer of the organization's board of directors. Um, they're departing due to public outrage over the letters they wrote to the judge who sentenced Masterson, their fellow 70, uh, 70 show uh, co-star. Who was um, convicted. Who was convicted. Yes. Of raping two yeah, women. Yeah, he was convicted of raping two women. Uh, the letters were written to inform the judges uh, in their eyes to help the judge decide on a sentence, and it blew back in their face. And so this is the letter they wrote, uh, kind of resigning. Uh, saying after my wife and I spent several days of listening on personal reflection, reflection, um, learning and conversation with survivors and employees and leadership at Thorne, I have determined that the responsible thing for me to do is resign as chairman of the board effective immediately. So, um, when this happened, the wife had also, um, wrote, uh, a letter about her husband and I, th I think I brought this up on, or I don't know when I brought this up, but whoever was talking to you about this, um, the wife wrote a letter also to the judge saying that while he's been in jail awaiting his sentencing, um, that he's been able to call his daughter every night. Uh, he's such a good father. He tells her good night. He reads to her. He does these things. Um, from jail, he's doing these things. And I'm just thinking, what a piece of shit that this guy gets to do this. And we have people like Joe Biggs in solitary confinement as an, as an only father, you know, uh, or a single father, right? He's raising his daughter by himself. His daughter is a small baby, you know, or she's a small child. She's not a baby. She was a small child. And uh, he doesn't get to do that. But yet this guy who's a convicted rapist and I, and I would, I would assume for them to convict Masterson, because we all know that they love, um, you know, the, these elites, they love this uh, pedophilia, uh, you know, uh, they love these characteristics, uh, pizza parties and all this stuff. And uh, for them to actually convict him, they, I would assume, would have had to have some pretty solid evidence of it um, after so much time has gone by.
so um so it's just you know it just goes to show you uh that if you are someone like joe biggs you are thrown in a cell away from your family um, away from your child and if you're somebody like a celebrity from the 70s show and you uh, have been convicted of raping two women I think three women are went up the third woman there was like a hung jury on it so uh, he didn't get convicted for that one um, but for the two that he did uh, he still gets to call his daughter every night and yeah all this stuff right um, so shortly after that happened guess what happened his wife then files for divorce uh from him you know so interesting turn of events um maybe he knew that maybe he would lose uh value to i think they had um they had some property they were growing like wine they did he became a uh what is it called smoule or soleus what is a wine person called? What are they called? What is they? Anyway, you know, a wine person. I can't think of what the word is. Uh, but anyway, he was like big into wine. I think they had like some land and things like that uh, where they were making their own wine. And uh, maybe she just wanted to make sure she got half of that, you know, and the other half uh, didn't. Oh, thank you so much. Uh thought i knew how to pronounce that so. samalair <laughs> samalair samalair sipper uh so anyway so there's that update on there's your uh oh yeah i was gonna say there's your celebrity news but then i totally forgot um, so we all know that, uh, times are really hard right now for a lot of people that does include, um, some celebrities making them do kind of things that, um, they normally wouldn't do, you know, right now there's a writer strike going on. Um, you know, it's been going on for a long time, uh, several months, a lot of people out of work. Um, that includes production crews, lighting crews, like everybody that has to do with, um, what creates, you know, a con, you know, content, TV shows, whatever, late night shows, whatever it is. Um, and so because of, of hard times and not just specifically the writer strike, but just in general, um, we're finding celebrities doing these other jobs, you know, um, like, uh, what's that chick's name? Del Rey, La Lana Del Rey working in a waffle house. That was unusual. Um, you know, it's what you got to do to to make ends meet. Um, I recently ran into this video, and and maybe a lot of you guys have seen this too. But I guess you know she isn't the only one um, that is um, having to deal with things. You know, in the hard times that that we're going through right now. And so, uh, let's see. So it looks like we're also dealing with. Uh, celebrities like this one. Britney Spears. Who saw this coming?
Britney Spears working at the hibachi grill. I didn't know that times were this hard for Britney. And so, you know, it's it's nice that she's putting herself out there and um, and she's, uh, you know, trying to make money where she can. And uh, I like a good hibachi bill, uh, hibachi grill. Um, so that was real interesting to uh, see something else coming coming soon uh, to a TV near you if you have you know the Cinemax HBO app or whatever it is no pictures here just a lot of words uh, naked attraction brutal full frontal nude dating <laughs> show it's a full frontal nude dating show. Um, so get ready for full frontals right at your fingertips. All you need is a subscription um, to this. This is a UK's infamous dating show, of course. Uh, it'll be added to uh, Mac streaming services. Uh, oh, it was added last week, and it's already causing quite a stir. You don't say. You don't say. Ah, oh, let's check this uh, little vid out here. To basics. Are you ready? Bring on. And start where a good date often ends. <gasps> Naked. Don't know where to look. Have you ever been faced with six? No, but I feel like I should have done. What do men and women really find physically attractive? What are we doing? Wow. This is fantastic. And could picking a partner based solely on their natural beauty? Could be a grower. Help us find the one. I've never met anybody like this before and I don't know where to look. Let's find out by dating in reverse. Who are you going to pick for your date? This is the hardest decision of my life. Oh my God. Naked attraction. Uh... <laughs> yes, what yes. The what the hell is right? And then uh, while you're laughing at that, uh, so laugh I, moved at this. To, um, I moved to uh, Florida. I lived in New Jersey. Yeah, and I just moved to Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! yeah. A lot of refugees there. <laughs> Have no doubt. I'm one of them. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can take this off? Yeah, it's your choice. Oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, our Lord, for existing. I'm sorry I doubted you. <laughs> do, you mean, do I have to? Not, it's your choice. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! <laughs> you forget what 2018 was like. <laughs> Before we had to sneak around for a haircut. Remember that? <laughs> Hey man, has your sister still got hair? Or... <laughs> I'll, I'll meet her in the back of the garage. I'll give her cash. Right? It's for... What are you two discussing? <laughs> this is for our safety. Inside and watch the news. <laughs> Stay out of the sun in the dark. Very afraid. Very afraid. <laughs> Very. Put the elderly in the basement. Good morning. 
Don't come out till we tell you to. We may not see you for a while. Love you, Grandma. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it so much. Um, yeah. So if you've if you're still here and you're still sticking around, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, we do this show every Tuesday at eight o'clock. We are called the Liberty Broadcast. Um, so if you guys are still hanging out and you're still around watching, wondering what's coming next. Well, you don't have to wonder any further because we are uh, coming to an end, but not before we get into one of our favorite, fa my personal favorite uh, segment of the show. So you guys are in for a treat. And I like to pump this segment up because it makes drones real nervous. And I like putting him in that position. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he does just such a great job. So without further ado, let's get into it and welcome to another. Oh. <laughs> welcome to, are you going to have, have a, are you ready to go for this? Yeah. Welcome to another late night segment of the show called the Illuminati weather. Yes, it's time for another Illuminati weather report uh, brought to you by uh, the LibertyBroadcast.com. Uh, it looks like uh, the Illuminati is going to be uh, sending some uh, weather out here. Uh, as you can see, like on this map, like uh, it looks like uh, we're starting to get some wet conditions. And with these wet conditions, you know, like some of that's going to be uh, lightning and uh, really. Uh, Really, it's all, it's all not lightning. It's, it's actually just fucking space lasers is what it is. It's fucking, the Illuminati is, is, is sending 70 gigawatt space lasers to the outer space and they're just gonna be starting just zapping everything, catching everything on fire. The whole world is gonna end up on fire. You know, the whole fucking United States is gonna burst up into flames and the Illuminati is just lasers and shit and fucking, yeah, uh, and then uh, fires and fire hurricanes and fire weather and uh, yeah, uh, back to you, Rachel. You can uh, catch that at the end of every show. We can't go without it. Drones has really mastered mastered that for us here. And uh, like I said, we really appreciate you guys sticking around and watching the whole show. I intended for the show to be a little shorter, but there was just too much going on. And I just kept going and going. And I'm sorry. I shouldn't have put too many things on there, but I did. And I'm glad I did, because uh, there was a lot of uh, catching up to do. Uh, so yeah, so that is how we do it around here. Drones, you got anything for the people? Oh uh, yeah, I would just like to say that uh, the space laser thing is not real. There is <laughs> there is lasers in space, but there's not fucking seventy gigawatt <laughs> laser satellites running around burning everything up. Anyways, but y'all can check us out at www.dlibertybroadcast.com Tuesdays at 8 Central Time. Yeah, and uh, thank you all for tuning in and live free. And stay free and stay safe. Have a good night. See you guys next week. We'll have a special guest. We'll see what happens. We love you. We love you. Good night.